You read the Times, huh? No. Do you read the New Republic? Yeah, I've heard of it. Well, I was reading that, and it's interesting because what it says is that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Booyakasha. Let us drop the morning cable on this Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. This is Ken Petrie, joined in the studio this evening by Dan Kirk. Hot dog! <laughs> Critter Spears. Let's not forget about beef rainbows. <laughs> oh, no. Never forget about beef rainbows. Lest we forget. <laughs> I'm getting that made into a patch to go across the shoulders on my leather jacket. Such a sheen. Never forget the beef rainbows. And you're probably hearing some extra voices in the studio. Don't worry, you're not fucking losing it. This is a group that, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time and you don't know who these guys are, fuck is the matter with you? Every show starts out, or at least every show since episode what? Somewhere in the teens? I think, like, yeah, something so, about there. Something about yeah, there. mid-teens yeah. Or, or early 20s. Their music has been the intro and outro of every episode. You hear it up front, you hear it in the back. It's that rock-infused bagpipe noise. And they are here in the studio with us. Haggis Rampant, welcome to the studios. Thank you. You guys rehearsing that on the way over? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's only the last thirty seconds. <laughs> it had been a little bit more fun, <laughs> right? And I'll introduce you guys individually. Well, surname Brownlee, so that kind of knocks it out pretty easily. Steve Brownlee, thank you. Welcome, thank you, thank you, Jillian. What's up, Pam? Hey, and. uh Jill, you've actually done ads for Burley that we used to run in the middle of the episodes. Oh, yeah. I was forgot it? about that. Yeah, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little 30-second spot. Um, Talking about Burley and how awesome it was. Yeah, exactly. Just, just some points and it's and hey, it's rock and fuse and this and that. In fact, if I still had that spot pulled up, I'd be able to. But you know what? Going through old episodes, I find it's a lot like looking through baby pictures. It's like, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Deleted. Well, actually, old yearbook pictures would probably oh, be better. Oh, God, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. We thought that was funny. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that was just three weeks ago. But they're going to be hanging out in the studio with us. We're going to be doing an interview. We're going to be talking about their music, what got them into doing what they are doing, you know, who they've played for, the, the kind of gigs that you have lined up. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit of everything. That's going to be in the second half. First half, our customary cocktails and bullshit. And when we come back, immediately following the break, we got Dan's Arcade. Hell yeah, we do, son. All right. Anything lined up this week that we should be stoked about? Or is it- Movies-wise? Nope. That's a big nope. <laughs> Honestly, nothing in movies. But Not gonna- one. If I listen to Billiam's show <laughs> and I hear one good movie, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. Oh, you're, you might as well just line yourself up. You're going to lose your fucking shit right now. There's, there's- but there's nothing that interests Dan. Let's put it that way. And that's why we're having the Dan's Arcade. Well, maybe it's not about you. Maybe it's oh. about the consumers. It's all about me. And that's, don't fucking forget it's Dan's, it. It's Dan's Arcade. Yeah. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> Where the customers can fuck off. <laughs> all right. Well, first, we'll get a little housekeeping out of the way. How can you listen to this show? First of all, if you are listening to this show, thank you. Uh, bring in friends. Tell them, first of all, explain them what podcasts are, because I find a lot of people still don't know. All right, you guys, were you familiar with podcasts? Ever listened to them? Are there any that you currently listen to? This one? Outside of this one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen right. to the Irish and Celtic music podcast. Okay. Star Talk this... Radio is another one. Neil deGrasse Tyson does one. It's fun. Awesome. Celtic Music was the one that introduced me to podcasts. She listens to it. I don't. I listen to yours. 
Oh, well, boom. Thank you. Boom. Thank, right. you there you are. thank you. Thank you for that. So the Celtic music, is that just continuously music or are there other shows that intertwine or is, is it more it's... like a satellite station? It's just 24 hour. No, there's a guy that works at the Renaissance Festival and he oh, produces nice. the podcast and talks a lot in between about travel and he mostly tries to promote independent Celtic musicians. Huh. Oh, he plays awesome. our music sometimes. It's nice. He does the introductions to the artists and whatnot. He talks about the artists and, and how they got into it, if he has that information. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. He does interviews. He did one with us. Oh, great. And he's a Celtic musician himself. Right. It will probably, his interview will probably go a little better than ours. Just yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just a heads up. Just a look, heads up. You'll look I at the, uh, there for that interview? <laughs> no, I wrote down all the questions that I had prepared for you guys. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh look no. at all. Oh, yeah, that's that's a long long Why would you even see. think about asking us? Uh, can, can we skip number five? Uh, yeah, yeah number five is super embarrassing. Really, I don't want to talk about we, that. We never talk about that. I'll one. make I'll make a note. Uh, I'll talk about number five. No. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it. I'll no, tell them God, to step out of the fucking God. everything. Every gonna, fucking thing. It's gonna be number Got five it. all night. <laughs> oh, God. This show can be heard on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Uh, as far as how you can get in touch with this show, a variety of ways there. We're on Facebook. You can leave messages on SoundCloud. We're on that gram. We have a Twitter feed. We are at WYM Show. You can Gmail us, podcastwym at gmail.com. You can send us a handwritten letter with a really fucking fancy wax stamp. Instruct your carrier pigeon to drop it off at P.O. Box 5896, Slide Out, Louisiana 70469. You can also leave a fucking voicemail, 985-265-7726. Still taking responses for the zombie game. That's we encourage going. you to send the zombie games via the phone call. Oh, yeah. So much better that way. Yeah, Billion was a trailblazer with that. Um, he's... Yeah, that was so low maintenance. And don't, again, if you're worried about how you sound on the phone, because I all right, there is a there is a three minute limit though. Right, there is a limit. You're so right. So that's one thing you do have to realize. There's like a three three minute limit, I think. I think so, but that's also right. I have that really uber neurotic thing where I can't leave a voicemail once. If 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 I find out that there's the option to to erase the message and re-record, <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be like take twenty before I. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yeah. Like, hi, this is Kent. Oh, no, that sounds too needy. Boop. <laughs> this is Kent. Oh, God, what am I in the selling cars? Boop. And it's this- just his mother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Kent. Oh. This is Ken Petrie. <laughs> Your son. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> With, she knows that. You, we go way back now. Boop. <laughs> I used to rent a room there. <laughs> <laughs> A womb, as it were. I used to, I used to oh. went a womb. <laughs> the one he finally goes with is, hey, bitch, it's me. <laughs> right. Holla back. Boop. It's a three-minute limit, and don't worry if you don't sound that great coming out of the gate. If you stammer, if there's dead air, that's cool. That's exactly what I spend the whole week cleaning up with the three of us. We sound like shit. <laughs> Speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> well, wow. No, you, you guys are going to sound perfectly fantastic. I sure won't have to do any editing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I will make you sound articulate. I do it for us. I'm like, this is why I, I think we'd have a hard time doing this live. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing that you can make us sound articulate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank Christ. I appreciate it, I man. Can, I can stop pronouncing shit. <laughs> <laughs> when you do introduce your friends to the wonderful world of podcasting, you tell them about this show and they ask what it's about, you get to tell them it's a swearity. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is a swearity? swearity? 
They're going to say it exactly like that. Uh, swearity is a it's a little bit of a it's a combination of words. It's a portmanteau. Swearing and charity. We do a whole lot of swearing, a whole lot of fucking dirty language. But as we say on the show, we do good things with bad words. We keep track of how often we swear, impose a 10-cent fine per infraction, and at the end <laughs> of every 10-episode run, which we call semesters, we donate the proceeds of our charity swear jar to a worthy charity recipient. This semester, which is semester 11, episode 109, we are swearing on behalf of the AFSP, that is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Awesome group. They scored very highly on the vetting sites that we go to before we select a charity to give to. Outreach, advocacy, information for people that have been affected by suicide, also information regarding suicide prevention itself. Help us help them this semester, AFSP.org. That is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, this semester's charity swear jar recipient. Housekeeping done. Brooms in the fucking closet. Nicely done. Fucking finally. (laughs) (laughs) How often do people from the charities you support follow the podcast? You know, we get interactions we do. quite a bit, actually. In fact, my favorite bit of correspondence so far, we... Lake well, Pontchartrain Basin Foundation. Those guys have been awesome. Yeah. They, well, they, they emailed us and said... It was them that emailed us that said, um, we listen to your show. We really appreciate what you're doing. It's very funny. Of course, we can't mention you on our <laughs> website. <laughs> Basically. And we're like, why the fuck not? God damn it. <laughs> the fuck serious? is your problem? Son of a nah. bitch. I can't believe that. <laughs> the Louisiana... SPCA sent us all. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they sent us letters back, and I think mine at the bottom had read, Holy pause, that's a lot of swearing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, that's uh, cute. some, I think, was it the one that you got? It says something like, Woof, woof, parentheses, that's a dirty word yes. or something. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they had fun with it. You know, woof, woof, stop cussing at me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that bitch to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, now that housekeeping is out of the way, it's time to get liquored up. Oh, Liquor. hell yeah. I have been working on that, all right? <laughs> yeah, Fancy. catch up, Ken. Come on. Get in there. Dan, if you'd kindly escort us to Larry's Landlocked Yacht Club. All right, so the cocktail du jour, it, this may sound... Simple. This may sound like either a cop out or a bullshit option, but there's 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 reason we've thought it through. It's classy. Well, there is that. It mm-hmm. is a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, scotch and water. Yeah. And the reason I bring up scotch and water is because it's it's an excuse to bring up scotch itself because we have some scotch aficionados among the uh, the studio tonight. Not you gonna fancy. Really? Spoiler: it's, it's not me. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not me either. I, I, I wore my me. fancy pants tonight. Yes, you did, yeah. son. Personally, uh, I'm a fan of uh, butter scotch. That's, that's probably my favorite one. <laughs> butter scotch. <laughs> it's got this wonderful amber Get color to it. You went there. Get you the went there. It comes in this really pretty plastic wrapper. <laughs> What's in my mouth? <laughs> it's butter scotch. <laughs> but um, scotch and water. Perhaps you could shed some light on exactly why that's a thing. Because that sounds like such a bullshit ingredient. Because that that sounds like the cocktail equivalent of the undergrad who ran out of milk. Is like, well, fuck, I've already poured the cereal. <laughs> Going to the tap with it. Like someone poured scotch, didn't have anything to mix it with. All right. So with with scotch, scotch neat, straight up, mm-hmm. nothing in it, is an awesome drink by itself. If you put a few drops, two or three, one 
two or three literal drops out of a dropper in it, it opens up the nose of the scotch. It opens up the, the smell. It opens up the flavor. And it changes dramatically, in some cases, the actual flavor of the scotch. Huh. Personally, I never put more than a sliver of ice in okay. it, depending on how hot the day is, mm-hmm. uh, or more than a drop or two of water in it. But there are people that, that water their scotch down, and I really don't understand why. There's got to be a point of diminishing returns on that. It's because we can't hang, man. You it's all you that flavor. Two Ooh. fingers of scotch and two ice cubes in it, and mm-hmm. scotch on the rocks. It's like, yeah. why are you ruining good scotch? Maybe they're not drinking good scotch. Or they just can't handle the burn of it. Yeah, yeah maybe. But, well, but, if, but if it's good scotch, <laughs> the burn is not really a burn. It's, it's, well, it's smooth, right? I mean, because that's the idea. The more you spend, the more likely you are to get a really good smooth yeah. drink. Well, it, that it, that not, is the idea. It's all about acquired taste. Think about yeah. when you first tried an IPA, yeah. and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck did <laughs> I just do? <laughs> I, 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 I still can't time. drink I, an IPA. Yeah, I still that's, make that's, that Okay, That's every time I drink IPA. fucking IPA. No. Okay, yeah. so I love IPA, but the first time I had it, I was like, ooh, that's a rough one. But oh. now it's like, it's my go-to style of beer. It's like, and also coffee. Maybe that one's a little easier. When you had it as a kid accidentally, you're like, what the fuck is this? Just moose bile shit. <laughs> my parents have to have every morning. And then now as an adult, I yeah, have sh- to have coffee. How shitty did adulthood time. look when you were thinking, wait, you have to drink this? this every- you like this? This helps you function? <laughs> What's wrong have with you? Have you had chocolate milk? Yeah. I'm just asking. <laughs> Just if you do a, if you do I an AB, I swear to God, you do a head-to-head chocolate milk and coffee. Chocolate milk's gonna fucking dominate. I guarantee it. Well, besides which, coffee turns your knees and elbows black. That's what my dad told me from the time I was about three years old on. Coffee turns your knees and elbows black, and he had black knees and elbows to prove it. Spoiler alert: He worked at a carpet black plant. And I realized that about 14 years old. Ah, a little so, slow on the uptake, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not Still that smart. Is. I'm not that smart. <laughs> Apparently, coffee also turns your stories into bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Call your dad when he's when you're 30. You liar! You <laughs> what else did you lie to me about? <laughs> Damn it, dad! What about Sin? Is he fucking real? <laughs> I hear rumors. Oh, Don't fucking well, ruin this. By for the me. way, I've been doing it for 20 fucking years now. Not a single hair on my palms, and I can still see. 20 fucking. <laughs> And I no longer believe that picture that I saw of you pulling me out of the spaceship when I was a kid. <laughs> damn, damn. And that was bullshit, too. Bullshit. Everything. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been... We're being haunted at the moment. How's it going? Ghost Jess. Ghost Jess is in the house. She got home from work. Long day. Well, guys, anyway. This is yeah. this is Ghost Jess. Um, Hi, Ghost Jess. She, Hi, guys. She drowned in 1960-some-odd in a pool. Yeah, but she hangs out with us. Um, Fun shit. Yeah, she's, she's our friendly poltergeist. <laughs> Ghost Jess, Haggis Rampant. Hi, guys. Steve, Jillian, Love the music. Aw, Thank thanks. You. Thank yeah. you. She called it music, you I guys. Know. <laughs> you don't understand. Like, one time when I was in Disney World, I was on senior trip in Canada. And I don't, I still can't figure out why it was in the Canada, like, pavilion. But uh, there's, there, there's, Epcot, a, there's a tie there. I, I, I don't understand it. Maybe you guys do. Yeah, but there was like, there was a, a bagpipe rock band. Off nice. kilter. Off kilter. I Jamie. bought the album. Yeah, I watched I know them, them three times that day and I was like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, that's yeah I know those guys. Yeah. So. Now, I just find it astounding. Every time you think you can pull up some kind of obscure, like, and there was this bagpiper there. Not only do they know what you're talking about, but they'll give you a fucking name. No, dude, I, I like <laughs> rave about Off Kilter. I love that band. That yeah, band. It's, it's a fun. small community. They're fun. Yeah, yeah it's a very yeah. small bagpipe yeah, like, community. I was in Caracas, 
And there was this messed out bagpiper just like just squeezing a, a, a Rouse's bag with a PVC pipe <laughs> no, out that, of it. That was Tim. Yeah, like, yeah, that was Tim. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly who you're talking about. Everybody knows, yeah, Caracas Tim, sure. We we went to a conference in Atlanta and there were there were two or three guys from Buenos Aires, Argentina. At the conference, we got a picture of Jillian with with them. Oh yeah, you know, I was like, like Mall world, banging <laughs> on backpacks. I was wearing a polo shirt. I was super cool. <laughs> hey, polo's still in. Oh yeah, it's still. Fuck in. Yeah, yeah. For the rich and famous. Well, I just exactly just us, say right? Hi, guys. Uh, right. I just just so y'all. Are you going to walk through a wall now? <laughs> no, no, no. I can't if she gets walk a good running start. <laughs> oh man, that's no, not a thing. Put a forearm yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah. scotch. It's one of those things that when you talk to people about scotch, I think a very small list comes to mind. You know, it's it's Chivas, Johnny Walker, uh, maybe even Doers. You know, That's or whiskey. That. Chivas and uh, and Johnny Walker really are scotch mm-hmm. uh, and Doers. Doer, Doers definitely. Oh yeah, Doers. Yeah. Because they're made in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is things like Canadian Club, uh, Canadian whiskeys. Um, uh, what's another one? Uh, um, Forty what? what Forty Creek. Forty another Creek. Another Canadian whiskey. Another Canadian whiskey. It's pretty good if you if you buy the the up market. Stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The it's not it's not bad stuff, but uh, but they can't call it Scotch. Well, and I don't even mean Scotch as in you know whiskeys that can or can't call themselves Scotch. But what I'm getting at is most people will drink the stuff that ha- that's known for having a really smooth. Like, I guess you can well, say a more that, general that, appeal. But then you get into something like, say, an Ardbeg or a Laphroaig, something that has that peaty, like not everybody that knows Scotch knows the difference between the smooth Speyside stuff right. and that the, really if, punchy. If you want the smooth stuff that doesn't burn as it goes down, you want something from the Glens. Glenfiddich, Glenlivet, Glenmorangi, Glenmorag, Glen whatever. Glengarry, Glen Ross. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Whiskey's for closers. Yeah, Whiskey's right. always for closers. Um, Amen to that. Glen Campbell. But I'll tell you, one of my favorite whiskeys is like Glen, soup. One of my favorites is a Glenfiddich 15. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> tastes like soup. Yeah. Mm-mm, drunk. Oh, man. oh God. Ch- chunky scotch. Chunky. Oh God. Why oh. would you say that? Oh. scotch with beef floating around. It's disgusting. Beef rainbow scotch. Beef rainbow beef scotch. Rainbow. <laughs> it's actually more on the Irish side. Yeah, it sounds a bit more whimsical. Yeah. But you're right. So the rainbow. So the whole new meaning. Oh, man, I feel like a technicolor yawn right now. <laughs> what does it right, mean? So the Glens, smooth scotch. Uh, where else are you going to get the smooth PG-13? Uh, space sides. The Says are good. The Glens are good. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the islands are good. Isle of Skye. Uh, uh, Talisker is um, Isle of Skye. Isle of Skye, yeah. As far as but Talisker is not peaty. It's still fairly smooth. If you get the um, Talisker Storm, it's actually like very salt. smooth whiskey. It's very salty. salty. Oh, my goodness. Salty. Mm. Salty. I've well, never heard that description. When, it's when, uh, when they, <laughs> it's fucking delicious, Kurt. Get out of from here. the wild Hebridean <laughs> seas. Whiskey that's not happy about how the relationship ends. Just salty. When they distill it, they leave, well the, with granite. They, they leave the ton open to the elements, and Isle of Skye has lots of salty storms. The, the gotcha. sea comes in. The sea comes in. I can't believe my girlfriend broke in. up with me over that shit. <laughs> <I know, yes. laughs> But uh, but the salt gets into the whiskey and it's 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 salty. It is almost so salty I can't drink it. Yeah. Oy, hey. 
You know, she oh, loves it because she it. likes the taste of salty stuff. It's got to be great for your pores. I, I got Maybe I need to introduce Jess to this. Ghost Jess might in, in, enjoy that. Yeah. Salt. Like that's salt her whiskey. diet. Yeah. Fucking salt. Yeah. All right. So where do where do the nut jobs go for their whiskey? Where if what? what Isla. The Isla. Nut, like the nut job. The, yeah. yeah the, the crazy no, people that like. No, the nut job drink Shivers Regal and Canadian Club. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. The okay. aficionados. <laughs> wow. Here's a good one. Where do whiskey lovers go for the love of Pete? Isla. For the love of Pete. For the love of Pete, <laughs> they Isla. go at Isla. Yeah. There is no question. Uh, there's eight distilleries on the island. You've got Ardbeg, Lagavulin, Lafroig, Kalila, Babor, Kalila, Kaloman, Kaloman, shit up. Just yeah, saying words. <laughs> Yeah. Like my favorite Kalishi, one is Brooklyn. Kalishi, Falasha. <laughs> no, these are the Oh, yeah, that's my favorite oh, one. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, good. Um, I'd forgotten about that one. That one's a, that one's a bit more artsy. <laughs> For all the hipsters go. Now, there, there are eight distilleries on the island, and uh, and it's a two-and-a-half-hour ferry ride to get there. And, uh, and, and despite my wishes, we went, and it was the best fucking two-and-a-half hours I spent. Nice. Got there. Hit uh, six out of the eight because wow. the other two were like an hour and a half north. The island, the island of Isla, is uh, is actually a lot bigger than you would think an island is. Hmm. And so we missed the uh, Kalila and Bonavon uh, distilleries. But we went to all but the we, other ones. We hit the other six. Is it like a bridal expo that like you get to wear a tiara and you have to check off every you go to? <laughs> and sort of, yeah. It, it yeah. would have been a lot more fun with a tiara, but no, we just went and got shit faced. It was great. Well, but you know, yes. you go, that's awesome. Tiara's going to yeah. show up sooner or later in those exactly. scenarios anyway. Right, right. Brought my own. Yeah. Tiara's always show you up You drink enough alcohol. and you feel like you've got your own. You know? <laughs> you've, you've been there for a few weeks. The Bricolati Distillery, when we got there... Um, the person who knew the most about the whiskey and was the most convincing about which whiskeys you were supposed to drink and taste mm-hmm. was a twelve-year-old kid. What? He yeah. was like the distiller's like son, like stumbling or some around shit drunk. Like that. Yeah. All right, tell you something. What you need? That shit my, my, is. This kid can tell you the flavors. My, my favorite part, though, was whenever he we were, we're trying to figure out what to buy, and he goes, "Oh, you should get this one. It's the best." And proceeds to hold up the most expensive bottle in the of entire course. place. Smart kid. That kid knew what was up. He's getting a little percentage. You oh, know fuck that? Yeah. Yeah. We give him he's a piece twelve. Of the he's old enough to make money. So I'm gonna get a fucking bike when you buy this shit right here. <laughs> Don't you worry, Come on, you. You need this bottle. This bottle's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> This is my Christmas present. Don't you want me to be happy? <laughs> There's always guilt tripping the fuck out of people to buy the expensive shit. I don't get anything nice. Just buy this bottle and fuck off, all right? <laughs> that one was fun. That Bricolati was fun because Bricolati had barrels of whiskey. And you could bring your own bottle and fill it from the tap. See, I, I thought you could bathe in it. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. I mean, you pay uh, enough money, you probably you could. Enough, right, you pay enough, you can. Shit, yes, absolutely. Your move, Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You want to go all Augustus Gloop in a barrel of whiskey? <laughs> oh, yes. without, without being sucked up in whiskey. I'm going to be, gonna be rebaptized in whiskey. <laughs> oh, there you are. Uh, if you awesome. go to Isla, then you want to go to the Bamor Hotel. You want to talk to Peter the Younger. Peter the Younger was the one that talked to us, and he was the one that really knew his whiskey. He had two or three hundred bottles of whiskey on the shelf. Sweet God. Jesus, that's awesome. Right? Yeah. Damn. Oh. Yeah, I was in heaven. Yeah, it's like Valhalla right there. Just, oh. yeah. If I ever go back to Scotland, I'm just going to go back to Isla, stay at the Bamore Hotel, and just, like, not go anywhere else. So, yeah. That island. I've got, I've got my travel plans forever. figured out now. Yeah. Go, for, go for a two-month vacation, stay at the Bamore Hotel. Just stay on this one fucking Get island. Get fucking shit-faced. Yeah, it's all I need. Like, like they said to us, the girls can cook anything. <laughs> and they could. 
they cooked anything we wanted. Porridge. It was no good. Shit. And potatoes. Porridge, that, okay, you're getting potatoes. a little too crazy at the house. <laughs> Don't deviate from the fucking menu. You had moose, you had oysters, you had clams, you had steak, you had... Uh, I feel like there was ostrich on the menu. Had, was there ostrich? There was, partridge. There was partridge. An, partridge. No, partridge. I thought there was ostrich. There, there was, was an eight-page menu in six-point type. Okay, you know what? Maybe I am I am envisioning this island completely, because I'm just thinking of grass surrounded by rocks, fog, like can't see past your... The yeah, hand that, fog. That, that, that sounds about right, yeah. A distillery, a and few whiskey. sheep. And Eight whiskey. distilleries. Lots Eight of whiskey. <laughs> Lots and, of whiskey. And Highland cows. Oh, yeah. Highland cows. cows. Highland coos. They're the Scottish Heeland terriers. Where the fuck are you going to get steak, man? I mean, come on. Yeah, well, same place you're getting fucking pickled fucking jabberwocky and whatever the fuck else on the menu. <laughs> you fuck with them and be like, I want a sea dragon. I'm sorry, what alligator, please? Thank you. <laughs> American murder log. <laughs> American, American murder log. <laughs> And as far as Isla, you know, the, the peat flavor, that's something that it has its own description. Like, what does peat taste like? I can't tell you that. You're just going to have to fucking taste it. And yeah. once you taste it, like, oh, shit, that's peat. Oh, pour yourself a bottle of, um, I don't know. Telephone bottle. Doors te- a whole Doors. fucking bottle. Doors. You pour yourself a, bo- a, 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 a dram of Doors White Label, mm-hmm. and then you go to your last campfire from two days ago, and you take a tablespoon, and you scoop up the ashes, and you put it in there. There you go. It's actually delicious, though. No. Uh, Drinking of, out of the campfire? Drinking out of the campfire? <laughs> yes. Heated whiskey, obviously. Get out of the campfire. No, we're doing s'more shots. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hear charcoal's very good for you. Yeah, Char- very, very yeah. cleansing. It's very cleansing. Yes, good for Detox. Uh, but no, like, a lot of people talk about how peated whiskeys are an acquired taste. or and, and for some people, they are. But I went to Isla, tried a, a, a scotch co- actually called Bricklotti Peat. And it was the best thing I had ever had. And they don't, they don't fucking it. make it anymore. It's my favorite it. one. They stopped making it. I'm Damn. so sad. I think what, what's funny, what I, found, what I found hilarious, and I know that I found this scotch, sent you a picture of the bottle, and I've already forgotten what the label was, but they really kind of leaned into the craziness that surrounds the peat flavor because they just sort of wore it on their sleeve when they were describing, they were giving this thing flavor profile because it included words like creosote, <laughs> Burnt leather. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I think used tires showed up in there somewhere. No, oh. I, I like a wee dram of that dirt you gave me last time I came. <laughs> the thing is, is that the peated scotch that comes from Isla is not peated on purpose. It's just happenstance. Right. That's right. just, if you're there, it's it's in the it's air. It's going to get in there. You smell it. It's everywhere. They don't have lawns with grass and stuff. They have peat. You're walking They're, on peat. Right. They're still using peat to heat the tons that contain the wort that makes the whiskey. Just killing so, the, so the many smoke. people named Pete. This is yeah, just a tragedy. <laughs> what did Pete do to whiskey? I mean, what's going on? I know what it is. Pete, Pete, is the Pete shows up. There's a doll. He can't explain how it got burned. How did it get burned? Next thing you know, you're in the... To a giant Pete doll, and they <laughs> burn it. But that's how it used to originally happen. The, the, the smoke would they get into the pee. liquid as they boiled it to make oh. the alcohol. Because um, they used peat. Right. And actually, if you if you go to uh, Lafroig, if you join Friends of Lafroig, then they give you one square foot of peat bar. Oh, okay. And when you visit the distillery, then you can claim your rent. Ah. 
your rent is an airplane-sized bottle of uh, Lafroy, oh, okay. and you have your choice. Whatever they have, you can get your 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 bottle of Lafroy. They also give you wellies to put on, and uh, and you can take them. the flag of your country. They've got them all, oh. and you go out and you find your one square foot of peat bog oh. with your wellies on your Delcom Reeboks, and <laughs> uh, and you put your flag on your piece of peat bog. Nice. So it's really kind of cool. Interesting. <laughs> All right, so worth the trip. Oh hell yeah, it would be. Yeah, just so. go ahead and buy your fifteen hundred dollar ticket and just go on a whim. It'll be great. Exactly. Yeah. Enjoy that shit. Yeah. All right, before we step out of the yacht club and take our break, favorite Scotch and/or distilled spirit or beer, whatever comes to mind, Steve. Uh, Lafroy fifteen from two thousand and nine. Uh, currently, it would be um, Glenfiddich. Thank you, Glenfiddich fifteen. Hmm. Glenfiddich 15. Okay. Or the 16, depending on what's available. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is one of the best in my mind, which is not a Petey Scotch. Yeah. Lafroy 15 obviously is, but uh, but they have bottled it since 2009, and uh, and I didn't like it as much as I liked the original the original bottle. Okay. Brook Lottie yeah. Pete, hands down. It was the first one I ever loved, and it's... I've, I've never loved anything more, but they don't make it anymore, which is really sad. All right, well, anything that isn't. Uh, oh, that's a tough. Somewhere choice. on a shelf in Atlantis. <laughs> um, I'm a really big fan of basically anything Ardbeg. The Ardbeg comes out with a special whiskey every year called the Ardbeg Day, mm-hmm. and that's usually pretty amazing. Right. Really good so. stuff. Pam. Mm-hmm. I like the Ardbegs a lot. I especially like the Ardbeg Day, the special bottlings. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, my go-to is the Talisker Storm, but probably one of the best scotches I've had. You can't really get anymore. It was called McFun, P-H-U-N-N, and they oh, yeah. only made it. It was a, a limited bottling, and it was a Speyside. It was just smooth and wonderful. 150 bottles. We managed to get a bottle because we were in the right place at the right time. Damn. Damn that's yeah. It was Great. Sounds like food. I enjoy that scotch that uh, Critter said earlier. Well, like a sinus V Lodge? Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. That's the one. That's my favorite. Scotch and water. Not as fucking simple as you thought. All right, and on that note, we're going to take ourselves a little break. When we come back, we got Dan's Arcade. Fuck yeah, we do, kid. And we have the full interview with. Haggis Rampant. Stick around. Going to be right back with you. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. You're listening to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud at Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Just use the search bar. If you'd like to see our website, which I do insist you check out, you can find us at wympodcast.com. Also, you can contact us at podcastwym at gmail.com. Enjoy your day, and thanks for fucking listening.
All right, and we are back. I'm going to kick off round two the way we always kick off round two. Dan, if you please. Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. That's right. Welcome to Dan's Arcade. I am so excited right now, but there's no movies out right now. Then why are you so excited, bro? Because I'm going to talk about Movies that happened in 2017. I want to go have a little roundtable with everyone right here. I want to hear about your favorite and your worst. Your best, best worst kind of situation of 2017 that you've seen. At the movie theater? At the movie theater. Yeah, let's let's go with that. That's a good one. At the movie theater. You know you're looking at me while you ask me this. Yeah, I know. That's, uh... That's going to be scary. I can't wait. No, it's just going to be... It's going to be blank. <laughs> I didn't go. Uh... I'm going to be like the defective... Magic 8-Ball. I can start with Critter if it makes there, you feel yeah, better. Yeah. yeah, Critter, I'd like to start with you. Warm us up here. Shit. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, I don't, I don't know. What's 2017 okay, from the theater? Okay, I'll tell theater. you what. <laughs> a highlight, one that I did see this year. Yeah, that I okay. Liked. All right. Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, Very that's good. an easy one to say. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have what he's having. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one, me too. <laughs> that me as well as, as the thing he said. Me. Yeah. You do good there, yeah. That that too. All right, yeah. No, I, I enjoyed that Thor Ragnarok as well. That was actually a really fun flick to go see in theater. I'm very glad I, you know, went and checked that out. Uh, as far as it goes, I was scared to watch it because, like, I heard so much. You know, when I heard, you know, what we do in the shadows, director is going to be directing this. I was like, why would you be mm, fearful of that? I, that I, I, that I, movie was fucking amazing. So I've seen the first two Thor flicks, and you know, I enjoyed what we do in the shadows. But then I was like. Well, you know, in the first two, I mean, there's a little bit of humor, but not much. It was almost like they were trying to be a little more serious. But then Thor Ragnarok. Mm, well, yeah, that's, that's his comedic timing was yeah. is, is, is amazing. Yes. And it, the only time he was able to be funny besides this was Ghostbusters, and that was a shit movie. Uh, so yeah. I got a best and a worst for you. Okay. And I won't do the Thor Ragnarok, because that's obviously yeah. taken. <laughs> but that was great. Um, there's a lot of – actually – Movies that you kind of forgot that came out this yeah. year early on, like Logan, fucking great. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. Almost all good. the comic book movies this year have been great. Justice League may be a little bit weaker, but I still really fucking enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun. Best movie I saw that was kind of under the radar, Baby Driver. Really? I wanted okay. to see that so bad. So awesome. Soundtrack is awesome. Yes. Uh, the story's cool. I love heist movies. I love car chase movies. It, it had it all. Did not fucking think cool. you would say that. I, 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 I'm going to bring up mine, which... Uh, that came out this year, but I'm going I'm to keep going around the, around the table. Okay. Steve, any movies you've seen this year that was best, worst kind of situation uh, in the theater? The only one that I actually remember, because when I go to movies, I give myself license to be entertained and uh -huh. not remember anything. Yeah. But I, but I remember Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, oh, awesome. Really, that was, that was really good. Time. I kind of enjoyed Wonder Woman. Yeah. Awesome. So, Very cool. Of course, Very I cool. was drinking a lot of beer. I'm so fucking uh, proud of you, sir. Uh, yeah, drinking right. your aid. Plus, go. World War One movies. You know, mm. there's not enough of them. There's this is true. Of them. And no. th that's a really cool premise for movies. Uh, Even know. low budget do uh, can do a really good World War One movie. Uh, oh, John Wick Two. Mm. You kidding yeah. me? 
Um, so I'll the first one. Oh, <gasps> definitely. Uh, uh-huh. You need to watch that. I don't Go. watch a lot of movies. You should. Uh, you should. I, no, look, I'm, I'm right there with it. That's why I'm, you know, it's... Uh, I have to drag this motherfucker to him. He does. God. Every time. And every I, time he's like, man, why don't I do this more often? It's like, I don't know. I know. What, My best, yeah, Thor you? Ragnarok. It's a tie between Thor Ragnarok and John Wick 2. Okay. I'm going to go best. So... Um, my dad stole my best. I was going to say Wonder Woman because it was just fucking awesome. And yeah. I may have cried a lot during it because it was just so great. And I'm a movie crier. That's what I do. But if I can't, since Wonder Woman is taken, I will go with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Nice. Because I didn't think that anything could break my heart more than We Are Groot. Yeah. And he got, he got yet, it. <laughs> fucking Yondu. Like, yeah. all of that. It was it, just the daddy issues the movie, but it was just so funny and so good. <laughs> It's okay, you know it was. I, yeah. I didn't see like, it, so no? well, you know if if, oh, if if Wonder Woman made you cry, then definitely you don't need to see the movie Wonder. Because yeah. even oh, the God. trailer, the trailer, mm. and I, no. I only cried during one movie, but this trailer, I was like, oh, God, if I see this, I will cry. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why, but yeah. it will break like, my fucking heart. I really want to see Wonder because Dovey Diggs is in it, and he's in Hamilton, and I'm a huge Hamilton fan. So uh-huh. like, I kind of want to watch it just for him. Same. Um, hard for me to think about what would be the best. I saw several I enjoyed. Um, I saw Atomic Blonde that was fun. Okay. You know, really mm-hmm. liked it. Um, I have to say, and of course, Wonder Woman, Fuck yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 2, mm-hmm. those were all fun. For As far as worst, and I'm going to get jumped on for this probably. Mm-hmm. So we're, um, jumping, we're jumping to worst, you don't want to do best? Uh, <laughs> was uh, The Disaster Artist. Oh, okay. You see, you see, but 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 worst in a in a good way, if that makes sense. Because I mean, it was in the about same the way that about the movie right. of the worst movie that's ever been made. I don't know if you guys have seen the room. No. Uh, no. The oh, worst damn. movie ever no? made. No. Oh my god! It's the no. worst thing ever. You, you, you have it. no idea. It's Acting not... studios buy this movie to teach their students how, how to not, not to. make a movie. Wow. It's it's it's. It's not so bad as good, uh-huh. and it's not so bad as campy. It's just, it's just, just shit. plain. <laughs> it's it's shit. literally just it. shit. It's, it's absolute shit. Look, look at the main actor. How can somebody like that oh, make a good movie? He's doing duck face, too. Yeah. What's wrong with him? So many things. So much. Like, he thinks that it's Citizen Kane. So anyway. He thinks James Dean. The Disaster Artist was sort of like watching fan fiction of the worst movie ever made. Wow. Okay. All right. All so, right. you know. And it was rough. It was wow, rough. You're Very right. rough. It was, it was, that it was is, rough. That is, that is absolutely accurate. Yep. Ugh. Fan but, fiction of the worst movie ever made. But time. fortunately, we were just off this whiskey tasting and we weren't sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only remember like the second half of the movie. But James Franco's portrayal of Tommy Wiseau was, was spot on. Oh, it was perfect. So nice. good. No right. one ever argues James Franco can't do something well. And He's great. Disappointed in Blade Runner. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, Twenty forty nine. Yeah. yeah. I it, told you that'd be shit. It, was, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't shit. It, it was, was about was a just, half an hour too long. It, yeah. It was just disappointing. Really? It wasn't. A good movie. It really? Was an you okay watched the movie. guy. I don't feel so, like I got ripped off by paying the full price to get in. You know what movie was total bullshit? Just what? a waste of fucking time and money. I regretted going. Alien Covenant. Yeah. Scott Ridley took the helms of his fucking franchise again. Fucking ruined it. Just shit on Just it. shit the bed all over that thing. Great actors. Great special effects. Right. 
can't fucking make a movie. <laughs> you flipped the names there. Or, unless you did that on purpose. What? Scott Ridley. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's what you're wor- worried on? How he should worry about making a good fucking movie again. <laughs> Scott, comma, Ridley, fucked up. <laughs> How he appears in a phone book. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, right. I, I've, I've heard the same. It, it's so bad. I've yet to watch it. I want to watch it because it's got Alien in there, but I'm like, oh, it's so terrible. Ah, why would I do this? Because I love Alien flicks. And it's like, fuck it. Um, Worst? I've never seen a single alien flick. Fucking Not one. Train. What? Wait, really? Never seen I any mean, of the I alien I haven't movies. either, but I no. haven't seen what? most. I don't like watch Alien. Movies. You have not seen Alien? Aliens? Never, never have like, seen any of the alien movies the, at all. The thing busts out of the chest. I mean, like, but it's, it's gross, been around for like, like 30 years. I know. It sounds, it sounds like, she you know, Sunday it. afternoon movie marathon kind of thing with a lot of whiskey. Really, you only need to see the first two. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Honestly. Fittick 15. Yeah. I mean, the like, third the one's thing. cool, but you gotta, you gotta. You're, there's gonna it's gonna be weird because it's in the the infancy of special effects, yeah, like computer uh-huh. effects. Yeah. So it looks really kind of bad because they did CG for the a- alien instead of a costume, and you could tell. Yeah, but right, back right. in the day, you couldn't tell, and it, it's it's right. a it's a cool story, but it'll yeah. it'll that'll ruin it for you. Alien and Aliens, go watch them. They're two different different flicks altogether. And Sigourney Weaver. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gotta love her. Sigourney Weaver. There's nothing wrong with her. It's all about well, the Ripley. It, if you want to see her be a badass, it's Aliens. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she's had enough. Yeah, not, yeah, to, not to be fucked with. Uh, God, if I had to pick a worse, this is tough because I haven't seen that many movies in theaters and everyone that I have seen, I've liked. Even but the I guess, Ips. <laughs> yeah, even the Ips. Uh, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I thought I was I was talking about Arrival. Was Arrival not this I year? I think that yeah. was 2016. Really? Uh, I think so. Um, no, that one was a sack of shit. That one. <laughs> that one got Arrival? critical claim. Yeah, totally sure. terrible. Oh yeah, that one got it. it wait, Arrival 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm it sh- still haunts you to 2017 though. Yeah, exactly. It carried over. It's a grudge ghost shit movie. I'm I sure. saw the morning. I wanted to see that. I mean, it's it tries to be headier than it is. Oh. It's like Donnie Darko, just a lot of <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's a cool concept, but they went far too pretentious heady with it and it just ended up ruining it. So let's keep it to this year. Nothing yeah. from this year. This year, if I had to pick a worst, it would be <laughs> War for the Planet of the Apes, but even that I liked. So mm. it's I guess you could say that's the one I liked the least. Are they actually any good? I mean, I saw the Planet of the Apes in the seventies. Oh, since since you know modern day CG and everything else, it's the I think they fly under the radar. They're better movies than I think they get credit for. Yeah, but like really? but anybody else, worst. This is kind of cheating because <laughs> I didn't see it in the theater. Okay, but it did come out this year of Valerian. Oh, Valerian, um, City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah, okay. I this uh, a oh, guy yeah. that's staying with us. During Ren Fair season comes in and says, "Hey, I rented this movie. I want to watch it." And I was not its target audience. Oh. I'm over sixteen. Oh, so it was- <laughs> he wasn't either. He was embarrassed that he actually was, brought it to us. It was e- so. Oh. Yeah. So it was this like a YA come to the big screen kind yes. of thing? Oh, okay. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and the thing I will tell you about this movie is uh, a friend of mine who actually swears by it and enjoys the flick. He said he doesn't enjoy it for the story because it's mm, and the character. Mm, it was, <laughs> it was like the CG, the colors, the look, and the flair of it. Like it was different. So and if actually, you're an infant. 
Yeah. Well, he it's, just it's, like right. Rihanna's like sexy dance, didn't he? Uh, there yeah, was, there were there were he's right. There were scenes and 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 effects that were just freaking awesome. Yeah, and he had it. me he had me start the the flick on my TV in 4K, you know. Oh, okay. And that was like when I watched well, it. And the thing is this director, mm-hmm. uh was it Look Besson? Yeah. Right. He's he did the the Taken series. The first Taken was great. Right. Yeah. Um Taken 2 and Taken 3 is the same goddamn movies. It's pointless. Um <laughs> But he does a lot of cool. He did the one with uh, uh, what's that dude? Um, what did I tell you the first time you took my daughter? Where he goes to space prison. Space space prison. It was uh, Memento shit. guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Guy uh, something. Shawshank station. No. <laughs> Don't be an asshole. He can't help it. Uh, lockout, lockout. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool movie too. Lockout. He's done a lot of cool stuff, but he's done a lot of shit too. Mm-hmm. So he is hit or miss, and this I guess was a miss. Yeah, and and the thing was is when we were watching it on my TV in 4K, I was like, "Wow, this is really pretty," but this movie Very fucking pretty. sucks. <laughs> yes, and that that was my take on it. And we watched about I'd say maybe about 45 minutes into it, and he's like, "Yeah, I got to roll out." I was like, "That's great because I can turn this off now," you know. But I mean, there were some scenes I was just like, "Wow, this really." Brings out the color and the quality in my television. That's about, so, right. So that's about it. So it's a good promo for the, if you're trying to uh, yeah, sell your TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. No problem. Yeah. It was a little bit of an avatar takeoff, too. Just uh, a touch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, look, those are pretty people and natives in Avatar. Let's make pretty natives in this movie, too. Not everything yeah. could be John Carter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, There's yeah. an under-the-radar movie. God. Yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> That it wasn't more famous because yeah. it was fucking fantastic. Thank you, Critter. I, every every episode we can squeeze that in there. I, I, I'm proud of you. Thank you know, you know what? <laughs> this this year had uh, so many good movies. Uh, a lot of stuff that kind of bombed. Dark Tower. I still like to see it. It's You're right. I, I mean, it's got Idris Elba, and I can't imagine him. I mean, even in Ghost Rider, he was good. Yeah, you know, Spirit of Vengeance, fantastic. And that movie sucked. Balls. Oh, it, oh, it was horrible. It but he was great in it. Yeah. I missed that. He was Spirit uh, of Vengeance, the oh, second one. Oh, the second one. Yeah, I never oh, saw the second I didn't one. See the special effects that in that one were great, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Ghost Rider actually looked pretty cool. It was just Nick Cage just really... <sighs> Nick Cage just awesome. Nick Caging it up, you know? <laughs> no, he, was, he, was, he was totally trying. He was Wicker Man in the fuck out of that one. <laughs> Why is he burned? Because I'm Ghost Rider. Beat the shit out of witches. <laughs> Why am I burned? Why am I burned? Why am I burned? People are sitting. That's why I'm burned. Ghost Rider is is obviously the next sequel to Wicker Man. Yeah, that's That's all it is. He wakes up and his leather jacket's all scorched. How'd he get burned? (laughs) And chains start showing up. Oh, man. All right. All right. Well, here's something, Dan, I I think might be a good way to, to round the segment out. As you know, I don't. I have to be dragged to the theater. Fuck yeah, you do. So, therefore, I've missed a shit ton of films this year. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to go through the ones I'm seeing pulled up here. And anybody that's that has seen the, the titles I'm going to name, let me know if you have seen it, whether you think it'd be worth my time. Okay. All right. Uh, Definitely Tom- see Lego Batman. I'm just going to go ahead and yeah, say that. Yeah. It's fuck- ba- <laughs> it is fucking great. Really? Mm-hmm. It is so oh, yeah. funny. Totally. All right. Right. I'm, I'm against Michael Sarah, and I say you need to go so, watch Lego Batman it's for his portrayal right. of Robin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Atomic Blonde. Nope. Yeah or nay? Mm. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I think it's just a, a, like a female John Wick. Popcorn flick? Damn. Right, cool. I, I would I'm be down. totally down for seeing that. That looks like a good one. John Chick. All right. <laughs> John Chick. <laughs> uh, Kingsman. I guess I'll have to go back yep. and see, see it. it. i got to go watch the first one now. Like the first one. Yeah. We have the first great. one. Nice. Need to see the second one again. Yeah. Uh, Logan Lucky. Didn't see it. I want to see yeah. it. Looks funny. Yeah. Looks good. Okay. I'm interested to check it out, definitely. That's it. 
Yes. Yeah, definitely okay. go see. Uh, has anyone seen Jumanji yet? No. Not no. yet, but I really want Heard to. good things. Okay. I, I will literally watch anything The Rock, the Rock does. See, I told you, anything The Rock's in is going to be fucking good. <laughs> yeah, well, like, but they, did you just see Baywatch? Like, Baywatch is fucking great. I, I need, I, I because of him. Baywatch I, was awesome. See, I love Baywatch. I saw, Baywatch was exactly what it pretended to be. I nice. saw Alien right. Covenant instead of Baywatch because oh, there was a twenty minute time. Oh, well, there was man. a twenty minute time difference. I know. I'm just saying. So that was man. the thing. I was like, well, I have. Well, I can go see this now. Otherwise, I have to wait twenty minutes to see Baywatch. And then I left the movie. I was like, I should have just fucking saw Baywatch. You should have. <laughs> it was literally just The Rock making fun of Zac Efron the entire time. It was if, beautiful. So if, you, if you've seen the preview for Baywatch, if you've seen the preview for Baywatch, you've seen Baywatch. I don't care. It looks hysterical. I'd. It, yep. The whole movie is exactly what the preview was. Nice. It was awesome. Oh, okay. Running so, in slow motion. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Okay. Heard yep. Didn't see it. Spider-Man uh, Homecoming is my film of 2017 right now. Because uh, I have yet to see really? Star Wars. That's, Baby, that's my movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. Fantastic. Baby Driver. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, get Out. Uh, I, d- I didn't see it. If I, I, had I to, heard uh, amazing things yeah, about it. If but I had I to pick horror. one from this list that I wanted to see... Definitely get out. And I, w- I would say Baby Driver. Okay. Uh, and you guys have already sort of set me up for not wanting to see Blade Runner. I, so I think I'll skip that one. Wonder Woman I still need to see. Oh, my. Ken. Don't fucking start with me. It's so Woman? good. Oh, my God. It's so good. I know. I know. I've been hearing that all year. Believe me. it's. Oh, another 2017 movie I completely forgot about but want to throw out there is the new Power Rangers reboot. <gasps> Was oh it was cool. You talked it, about it that. It was one. pretty yeah. fucking great. I get to watch so it. Fun. It was it was, oh, it, was che- it was cheesy enough, but actiony enough. And b- honestly, though, there's the only really compelling character though was the Blue Ranger guy. Oh mm. yeah. The the way I described it to people was so I grew up watching Power Rangers, and whenever you're a kid watching that show, it always looks so cool and so badass. Oh yeah. Like, that the new movie was what I envisioned Mighty Morphin Power Rangers to be as a kid, and you know like, why? It's because the same people that put the movie together are the had ones that same vision. Exactly. It's like, right. This shit looked so, like this when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. So it was exactly what I wanted. It but was they, great. The, the, there was just some bad kid acting, though. Well, well yeah. yeah. Got a little. It, uh, it is a Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Superheroes. Rita Boy, Repulsa was pretty creepy, though. Well, that's where you're wrong because every <laughs> every comic book movie right now has. Some of the best acting you'll see. Okay, true. Wonder Woman, every Captain America movie, pretty much Fuck every yeah. Marvel movie. Yeah. When you see that they're doing 99% of those sequences in a big green room, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's just they're standing on a big green platform and they're ducking as if shit's actually getting thrown Act. at them. Act, motherfucker. Act. Act. Yeah. Act. Yeah. Act your ass off. Lie your ass off right now. <laughs> Lie with your face. Let's see. You, you start to respect what the actors actually do. Right. Yeah. When they're acting in front yeah. of nothing. Completely. Has anyone seen Coco? I know that's... Oh, I heard it was so good, but I haven't seen it yet. <sighs> the only thing I keep hearing is... The 20-minute intro? Everyone's pissed Frozen off about short, the Frozen yeah. short. They, they stopped uh, doing that, though. They took it off. Wow. That yeah. bad, huh? Oh, yeah. Nobody gives a shit about Frozen anymore. I guess not. Like, maybe eight-year-olds do, but... <laughs> Fuck them. Everybody's like, oh, it's you know, the first badass Disney princess. I'm like, have you guys forgotten about Mulan? Mulan. Or Pocahontas. Uh, Merida. Pocahontas. Like, oh, yeah, Moana was like 10 times better than Frozen. Uh, brave. Merida. Merida. Oh, Merida. 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 Come on, yeah. Ken. I never saw it. Merida. <laughs> Merida from Brave. <laughs> <laughs> I also heard since, the, you know, since you know, Disney bought Fox, and Fox owns the studios that made Aliens, and uh, Alien Xenomorphs are born from the Alien Queen. It's a facto 
alien xenomorphs are Disney princesses now. Yep. And Tim Curry is now a Disney queen from yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Frankenfurter yep. is a Disney queen. Oh my god. That would be amazing. That, that's got, <laughs> no, that's going to happen. There's oh. someone's. Uh, there's going to have a, a princess day, and someone's going to show the fuck right up. Yeah, someone's and, dad's going to show up and drag. Sir, <laughs> if you do the time warp again, I'll have to ask you to leave. They, we will shut down like, the park, I, I sir. I know the steps. You don't so, have to show. Don't you have to describe. No, I know the please, steps. Please stop dusting. <laughs> Not again. Not again. Fuck. Anything else to uh, add? Uh, so, like I said, my favorite for 2017 yeah. was Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm. Worst, Kong Skull Island. Really? You oh, didn't no. like that? It was okay. It was okay. You didn't I, like John C. Riley in that? No, no, no. John C. Riley. He was hysterical. He was a fucking treasure. And he's what made that flick. Okay? Who would win? A cub or a tiger? A, a tiger? A cub is a, is a baby bear. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I just that was the only part. He was the only real part that made me enjoy that flick. Uh, you know, I took uh, took my godson to go see it because he just wanted to see that, and he's not able to go with his parents. You know, they were like, "No," and I'm like, "I'm not yeah, we're going to see it. Of course yeah, we are." It's big kid day. Yeah. yeah, so we went and saw it, and I was like, "Oh, this is okay." Ah, oh, yeah. Out in the jungle, just blasting a fucking giant ape with a fucking <laughs> Apache helicopter. Yeah, this is all right. And then, and then John C. Riley. Oh, you're a treasure. You just make me so happy. Yeah. But uh, after that, it just uh, is a big meh. Do I say you need to go watch it? No. <laughs> Maybe Netflix. If you're bored, you know that. That's my personal opinion. I thought they killed Kong twice. The first movie and the second movie. Yeah, the that first was the movie, same movie. The first yeah. movie. Does Kong and die then, like every time? Yeah. Yeah, basically. he died in both movies. They shot but him off the top of the Empire State dead. Building. It Kong. turns out Kong has mastered resurrection, okay? Like, you know, he just keeps coming back. So, King you know. Kong is actually Jesus. That's what I was going to I was going to say King Kong is a cross between a soap opera protagonist. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Sean Bean. Yes. Yes. Dies yes. in every movie. Well, but you know, they never showed us a body. Oh. And if you don't have a body, no body they're not dead. And that's a big ape. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, that's that a huge body. You would think you'd be able to find mm -hmm. that later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, yeah, they find it at the bottom of the building, and that's how the movie ends. At the bottom of the building, like in the mailroom. <laughs> <laughs> just doling out mail. Is he delivering mail? The mail don't stop, Mac. <laughs> Pepe Sylvia. Pepe, Pepe Sylvia <laughs> killed him. So that's 2017 yeah. in a nutshell. Just so you know, yeah, as yeah. far as movies, got a couple of little things out yeah, there, like yeah, you know, you know, some some space movie, yeah, some right. stuff like that, you know. But, uh, but anyway, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I can tell you guys how it ends if you want. <laughs> don't you want me to? <laughs> I will. Don't oh, even how fucking. Ends? Don't even fucking. Dare. Come on, like you would fucking think I would do some shit like that. You I have a ten year rule, and you know that. You better fucking follow that shit. I always follow that. Turns fucking out, rule. it's the second to last Jedi. <laughs> It doesn't have the same kind of ring as, you know, like second to last of the Mohicans. <laughs> the, sec right. the second to last mango in Paris. Oh. All right. Let's move on to flicks that you can own. And this is for Critter. It's all about Critter. Let's just point it out. All right. Uh, we brought up uh, Terminator 2. This is the only flick that has made Critter really cry. That's what? my guy cry movie yeah, right there. Yeah, this is his guy cry movie. Why have so. I never seen that cover? Because it's for this is the 4K. Yeah. This is in 4K. Terminator. By the way. That scene, that's not how he looks in that scene. He's all boogered up in that scene. Yeah, His exactly. face has got like little dints in it. Just fucking just. He's wrecked, man. You know. I mean, so. he, I mean, he's not missing half his face, but he's yeah, got some not, dents. He's, he's got some, yeah, there's some city mileage there. Just but. Pff, fucking assholes with airbrushes. <laughs> You're right. Just, just photoshopping. Contouring the fuck out of them for no reason. body expectations. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, T2 I still subscribe to Arnold's makeup vlog. <laughs> 
is now available for you to own in Blu-ray, 4K, all that good stuff. Uh, it's I, worth buying in every format you can possibly get it in. And I agree with you. I even have it on Laserdisc. And that's the only flick you need to go and own right now in 4K. Yeah, is that yeah. Just so you know. Just so you know. Uh, next step. Uh, there are no good games out right now, kids. And if they are and I've missed them, you know, why don't you call them bitch at me? Uh, you know, And that happens, apparently. It does. It does. I, I do miss a lot. Okay. And I, I admit that. Okay. I can't play all the goddamn games, but you know what? <laughs> the point is this. If you know of a game that's coming out this week and you want to correct me, you know, you can do it on SoundCloud and go ahead and post something or put it up on Facebook, whatever you want. You know, we're going to read it. You know, it's going to yeah, be coming out. It's going to happen. Episode 110 coming up real quick, y'all. Uh, but I am going to jump Next into, week, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. It's sooner than you think. Uh, I'm talking about a game that I am playing right now. This is an old game. This is something my brother's got me into. Uh, so I'm just bringing into this segment, what is Dan playing? And that is Warframe. This is kind of an interesting game that I've started to get into. It's a free game, mm. free to play. It's available on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, all the So are they, with this thing saying ninjas play free, are they referring to all of us as being ninjas? Yes, we are all ninjas in this game. Oh, okay. So... Uh, I'm just going to let you know, this is kind of like this, you know, bio-organic ninja style of gameplay. Very fast-paced. Uh, it's, uh, I guess, third-person, over-the-shoulder, first-person shooter, though? Boulder holder. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Lots of boulder holders here. And large weapons and lots of shiny objects in this. It's these uber-historically accurate games. Ah, uh, I mean, just <laughs> in the future. It's just crazy. Everything's, like, fucking shiny. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as it goes... I'm enjoying the shit out of this game. Yeah, everything is, is super shiny in the future. Like the the Brasso market must be booming. Oh, dude, thirty something. <laughs> as far as it goes, this game wise, um, it's a fun co op game. Uh, I have yet to play anything PvP based in this uh, player versus player. Okay, thank, thank you. you. I, I just, <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> the oh, fuck is it? Sounds like an H, sounds like an STD man. Why are you telling us this? <laughs> Like you're doing you get PvP from it. It's no big deal. <laughs> you just get wrecked, man. Everyone no. has it. Right. Uh, it was actually kind of funny. I was kind of humbled. There was a small child who jumped into a pickup group and pug talked really bad about your mom. Uh, no, no, actually, he was all like, he was like, "Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm playing a game. I was going to see. Did you want to play with me? And I can get you all these weapons and stuff." And I'm like. Yeah, I'm 33 and I'm playing this game right now. So, you know, it's Chris Hansen written all over. Uh, Right, exactly. And I'm like weirded (laughs) out. But this kid's like, hey, you just got to go to this level, do this, this, and this. I'm like, oh shit, I got to take notes. This is getting serious right now. I'm getting schooled by a 10 year old on how to play this game. And he was very helpful, which was awesome. I actually got to a higher level and probably going to get ridiculed by my brother who's playing this and trying to get me into it. And he is like, Dan, you don't know how to play games, you fucking noob. So, but th- this is my life, you know. So, Warframe, that's Warframe. for you to check out. Free to play. Hmm. So, you don't have to pay anything for it. You can if you want to. They've got, you know, pay to win kind of cool stuff. Right after I see all these movies that I just listed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get right on that. I'm going to put that as fucking never then. I'm just okay. not going to play it because yeah. it, seems so, it seems fucking stupid. Okay. Just right. that, and, and, and that's, that's Critter saying that, that's done. So, all right. And that will wrap up Dan's Arcade. If you did not spend all your tokens, kids, save them for next week. Ta-ta till next time, assholes. All right, and that will segue into tonight's main event. The uh, good stuff. So I'm going to pull from my uh, my big old list of 
interview question. Oh, shit. Just not number five. Not number Just five. Just accept everything but number five. Uh, how long have you guys been doing this? Oh, fuck. Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Crap? You crap, really? Yeah, don't do that. Rede- <laughs> redeem yourself right now. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, there we are. Hey. A long, long time ago, I picked up the pipes. No. <laughs> okay, so first CD with Jillian, she was, I was 12. 12. So that was and 13 now, years ago. I'm now 25. Somebody, so. somebody, but we were who, doing who one before do that. We had a CD before Jillian started playing with us. We, yeah, uh, but it was kind of shitty. We started... <laughs> Haggis, Haggis Rampant started in uh, the year 2000. And uh, <laughs> and I, I played by myself for a couple of days. And then the last day of the Ren Fair, I got Pam to come and play with me. And you know we made a lot of money. <laughs> nice. So it's like, yeah. It was let really let good. me ask you an origin story then. Um, an origin story. Well, okay. So you said you you just started playing bagpipes. I was born a poor white child. <laughs> Not that far. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when did you first pick up the bagpipes? 1998. 1990. So you played your first gig like two years after that. You said you started well, in 2000? My, I started in 98. I played my first competition in the summer of 98. <laughs> And then in uh, the summer, the winter of '99, I played another competition, and then I played a funeral, which was my first gig. Okay. And so, so what made you pick it up? Was it to practice heritage, for funerals? Heritage. Okay. No, Heritage picked, had me pick it up. Also, you know, the fact that the, he's the youngest of nine siblings, and they're all musical, and none of them had instance. ever played bagpipes. So that right. oh, you wanted you wanted right. to one up them. Oh we, yeah. Well, we already had in the in the family. We had Dulcimer. Let me go down the line of uh, of family members. We had Dulcimer. We had yeah. uh, trombone. Mm-hmm. We had trumpet. We had piano. We had guitar. We had, oh, I don't remember what some of the other we, guys did. We had did. a lot of stuff. We had a lot of family, instruments. Yeah. Um, we had a couple of really good guitars. We had a couple of really good solo singers. Uh, people that should have, had they not gotten married and done other things, should have gone on to Nashville or somewhere else. Mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. Uh, one of my brothers actually recorded a, um, an album, uh, an old vinyl LP thing. Nice. Uh, yeah, you know, old school. But uh, so by the time I came along, most instruments had been taken and most musical things had been done. And uh, so, you know, I tried guitar. I tried, you know, recorder. I tried trumpet. I tried, you know, when I was in little theater, I did trumpet. But uh, but none of that fit me. And so I found bagpipes. And when I found and bagpipes came about because I kept seeing the parade bands go by. Yeah, and, oh, okay. and and I would always say, "Oh my God, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that." Well, my lovely wife finally. Yeah. Bagpipes got- came about because after hearing <laughs> him say, "I wish I could play bagpipes for about three years or so," I finally said, "Look, either learn to play, shit or shut right. the fuck up." Right. <laughs> you said, you said, so, so did when you did said you pot, learn? I said pipes. Hmm? When did you learn? Yeah, I don't play pipes. Okay, so what do you... I'm sorry. Oh, what? that's okay. Yeah, she's a drummer. Yeah, I'm a she's drummer. A drummer, okay. She's yes. just a drummer. Yeah, just a drummer. Her. Just the drummer, yes. He was He was playing pipes, wow. and we there was a, a band uh, called The Rogues that we had watched for years at uh, Renaissance Festivals. Uh-huh. And uh, while he was watching the pipers, I was watching the drummers. And The drummers are infinitely more interesting to watch. They I, I will give them that. They yeah, are. They I'll are. give them that, I too, just yeah. kind of stand there and like... Plus, drummers control the whole tempo of everything happening. Uh, they, they, li- they like to think that. Oh. <laughs> so at some point, I wound up, did we buy me a cheap goatskin Bowron first? We bought our eldest daughter a cheap goatskin That's drum. what happened. And I and wound she up didn't have any interest it. in it. And Pam started picking it up and fiddling with it. And hence, 
like I was saying, the uh, the first gig in 2000 at the Louisiana Renaissance Festival, uh, I played for 25 bucks a day in front of a root beer stand. And then, you know, the last Sunday is like, Pam, come play with me. I'm bored. And she's like, ah, no, you know, we'll get in trouble. No, fuck it. They fire me. It's, you know. 25, I'm out 25 bucks. Right. I'm out 25 bucks and, and, yeah, and a job that I don't like. But, uh, Ooh. so yeah, she, yeah, exactly. So uh, she came and our tips tripled. It's like, wow. Ah, you know what? I'm not stupid. So next yeah. year I brought her in and we played the same gig. And the year after that, the root beer stand didn't hire me, but by then the Renaissance, Renaissance Festival knew me. Oh, and okay. uh, and so I went to the owner and said, "Give me a contract," and he said, "Okay." So I got the contract, and uh, and that's how we got into the Louisiana Renaissance Festival, and that's how Haggis Cramford was born. Okay, nice. So then Jillian came of age several years later. Um, I, I started guess. playing with them. I don't know what year it was, but it was. Like I, I started. I picked so. up the practice chanter when I was about ten because that was the youngest I could actually fit my fingers over the holes and i started actually being good on the full pipes at around 12 which is when we recorded our we beast dcd which mm. was the first one that had me on it so obviously it's better um <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with your humility no, I, yeah, I, I, I don't dispute that it was better i totally dispute intact. that it's because of her it's <laughs> all about the we beastie oh yeah. absolutely that i mean I, I had the whole cute kid thing going on i she mean did. of course it was fucking better and that's but, in 2004 right yeah I mean, you're the one with the website yeah, up about. over there, so I, mm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, and look at that picture of her. Yeah, <laughs> baby Jillian. Um, but yeah, and I've just been playing with him ever since. You know, having me in the group has made it so we can do a lot of fun harmonies and you know just kind of goof around. It adds to the family dynamic in our show. It's just, I mean, I like to think that I've added a lot to it, but I couldn't do it without you know the others, I guess. <laughs> 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 what an admission. Oh my God. Right. This is basically what nice our show is like. We, we like to say that we're a family show, not because we're family friendly, but because we're related and we bicker a lot. Mm. The thing that adding Jillian to the show brought about was uh, harmonies. And there's a lot of bad jokes about uh, how do you get two pipers in tune? You shoot one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I vote the old guy. <laughs> Uh, but in truth, there are no old guys in this room. I love you, Dad. <laughs> They're tricky to tune, um, and to say the least. To say the least. So to get two pipers in tune with each other is something else entirely. And unless they're, right, you ever try to get two tune. cats to waltz? Exactly. <laughs> it, it, yeah, that's a pretty good description. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So because they've played together for so long and they understand each other and they can, I mean, if one of them is having an off day, the other one's on top of it. Um, but the harmonies are what really stand out between the two of them. Well, that seems to be the comment that we get from, from other Renaissance players who, who actually make their living playing Renaissance festivals. Mm -hmm. And, uh, several of them have said, wow, we love you guys. It's like, well, we're, we're average pipers. Why do you like us? Well, because you guys play harmonies. You make it interesting. You play fun stuff. You, you know, you do things that we don't see other shows doing. They're just playing straight bagpipes, and all they do is play pipes. There's nothing in between. There's no fun. There's no, no banter. Nothing. No right banter. Now. No nothing. No, you got to you got to punch it up. Right, and so we punch it up, and we make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. At least interesting to us. And amazingly, that winds up being interesting to other people because yeah. we're still playing at the Louisiana Festival. We we're playing at a few others. Uh, we've uh, done New Jersey. Yeah, we got we went up to New Jersey this past year. We went to Alabama. We went to Memphis, and people Jesus. still seem to really enjoy what we do. Mm -hmm. So it's nice. pretty fucking awesome. Well, and that's that's the element to it that 
and I, I try to do the same thing here, is that you say that you have fun, at least it's fun to you. Because that, there's no better way to put off to your audience that you're not full of shit. Because I've seen a lot of acts at the Ren Fair, and these are acts that get paid very well. You know, they, mm-hmm. they tour all over the place. But you can tell they're completely full of shit. Either they're not, they're not having fun or, the, you know, the character they're, that they're putting on feels very forced. And you're like, eh, okay. It's, They've been doing it for so know, we, long. Maybe they're just, just burnt out. Yeah, I don't know. We saw an act uh, when we went to Texas Friend Fair in, uh, near Houston that was just awesome. And, uh, and we loved them. And we saw them for six or seven years in a row yeah. ballpark. And then they left the Ren Fair circuit to go to Broadway. And they were on Broadway for 20 years. Well, then they came to our fair here in Louisiana, and uh, and we went to the show. We were all excited. You know, wow, yeah. these guys are back. And so we went to see them, and we were able to quote every line of their show. Oh. They hadn't changed it in 20 years. Oh, and that's one of the things that we don't do. You yeah. come to our show, you don't know, you don't know what's what the fuck's going to happen. Gonna we don't know what the we fuck's going to happen. It's off the cuff. Mm-hmm. It's off the cuff. Everything's yeah. off the cuff. Now, we, we do try to have a set list so that we kind of know what we're going to play. It's very hard to harmonize off the cuff, I would I would bet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm no musician. Right. I mean, everybody right. knows right. that about me. Not but. with Jillian. Yeah. You know, if, if I start playing something off the wall, she'll come in with something else, and it's like, The thing oh, is, there's shit. only Why'd nine notes in bagpipe music. It's oh. not that hard to right. act to figure out which notes sound good with which other notes, and... You know, you you kind of get a feel for how the music progresses, and so you just kind of roll with it and see what happens. And sometimes it sounds great, sometimes it sounds like shit. And if it sounds like shit, well, then what we tend to do is, you know, pretend like it didn't and hope nobody noticed. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. I probably would not notice. Yeah. Exactly. I actually just like the sound of bagpipes. Oh, yeah. I Aww. don't necessarily know anything about – I don't know anything about music in general. I do appreciate music, and I love music. I listen to a lot of different kinds of music, and bagpipes is a really fucking cool one, and my mm. mom loves it. And the only thing I know that my mom wants when she dies is bagpipes. Play it at her funeral. How she old goes, is your mom? She's in her 60s, so I, I got to start planning yeah, that. Jillian, get prepared. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I've, that I've noticed about um, you guys as a group, and it's Steve, you in particular, your, your knack for no, – no, I think it was good to the, the three of you – you're knack for networking. Like you started out where you are. And in addition to Haggis Rampant, there's also the marching aspect, you know, kilts of many colors. Many colors we do right. the Mardi Gras parades. And as long as I've been playing with you, it seems every year you have this tendency to attract not only national, but global fucking bigwigs, people that are names spoken about in hush tones in the yep. pipe and drum community. They come down here specifically looking for you because of the splash you've made down here in New Orleans. How the fuck do you do that? He's fearless. I, I am one of those Trunks. people that... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of booze. I well, fill each pipe up with whiskey and they squeeze it into their mouth. It works every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. The little pouch in front of the kilt. What, what happens is, is I'm one of those people it's that... It's actually a uh, camelback full of just booze. Yep. I am absolutely not afraid to walk up to you and say, hey, I'm Steve Brownlee. You know me from X. Good to see you again. I hope to see you at Y. And then I walk away. 
I hope you say it exactly like that. You say right. X and Y. Yes. And, they're just like, <laughs> and it confused- that guy's got some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Confuses the fuck out of them. Like, they don't know what to do with me. He just doesn't even give a fuck that we don't know what he's from. <laughs> right. He's just like, you know me from X. I'll see you at Y. Right. We better find out where Y is. Exactly. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Nah, we're going to Y. We're going <laughs> to go, find out where Y is. I'm not sure there. where Y is, but fuck it, I'm going. Good. See what more this guy can say to us. <laughs> but I'm I'm one of those kind of people, and so that that has helped me uh, meet people like. E.J. Jones, uh, who is an open piper. He's an extraordinarily good piper. He plays with the Piper Jones Band now. Uh, he also, also played with Clandestine, which was one of my favorite groups of all time. Um, Ken Mish. Well, Ken Mish actually approached us. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was an interesting And that's what I'm getting at, is yeah. that you don't even have to do, you know, I'm I'm Steve, well, you know me from Cotangent, you know, meet me over at... It, it helps that Seekers. I happen to play in the world's largest party. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there at Mardi Gras, you know, leading the pipe band, and people from the pipe band world come to New Orleans. Everybody comes to New Orleans for Mardi Gras. And these people come down to Mardi Gras, and they, they see the pipe band, and they say, holy fuck, how do I get in touch with you? How do I play with you? What do I have to do to play with you? And consequently, we've had people like, you know, Ken Mish, who is the drum major for the L.A. Scots Grade 1 pipe band, which is the best pipe band in North America, in uh, the United States. We've had Tyler Fry, arguably the world's best tenor drummer. We've had Jason Paggio come down, who is a five-time world champion drum major in the Scottish arts. Uh, we've had Blake Schmidt, Schmidt who is, plays at Simon Fraser University. He's one of the very best drummers in the world, because Simon Fraser is one of the best bands in the world. Uh, Michael O'Neill, same thing. These guys all hear about us because they They come- want to play the party. People come down, they hear the party, and they go back home and they talk to their friends. And their friends say, holy fuck, how'd you play with a pipe band down in New Orleans for Mardi Gras? Right. Oh, shit. I, I got to do that. And so then I get emails. Meanwhile, Dude. every high school ever gets to p- march in a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? Every shitty but, high school gets to march yeah, in a parade. But the high schoolers don't get free beer. No, they don't. I bet they would if they asked. They don't. If they asked. But can, can you see any of those band moms like actually letting their kids no, get No, no. They're such assholes when they're just pushing. Move. Yeah. No. Yeah. The fact that they touch me in that manner, I'm just like, dude, come on. You How dare me. you? <laughs> yeah, they just walk up to somebody. Move. My name's Joel. I play tuba for X. You're going to give me that beer, right? Fucking why? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I challenge you. That that might work. All right, man. You got it. But these guys, yeah, they come from, because, you know, as long as I've been playing with you, we've seen competitions. We've seen footage. We have one coming from Denmark this year. Denmark, for fuck's sake. Exactly. So we'll see footage of these competitions, these global competitions. Mm -hmm. And it's all about everybody playing in exact unison. And it's all extremely just, just tailored and perfect and fucking mechanical. And I think there's some allure to loose, yeah, fast these, and loose. Well, these guys are musically tight. They're disciplined musicians. Thrash piping. <laughs> but we, we but they're having a they're having a blast. We had one guy come down and uh, and he from a very young age, about twelve, mm-hmm. um, uh, became very famous in the pipe band world, and uh, and he is now in his late twenties when he came to us. And uh, and he showed up in New Orleans. He hardly we, knew what to do with himself. We could tell that the man had never really been alone. All right? And he never really performed anywhere that people weren't walking up to him and saying, oh, my God, it's you. And just completely hero worshiping this dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And so he shows up to New Orleans. And nobody gives a fuck who this guy is. Like, <laughs> they don't know You him. know, our band is kind of freaking out a little bit because he's a very talented musician. But, like, outside of that. 
No one cares. And so he got to relax and just hang out. Um, he hung out so much. Yeah, yeah they were yeah, hanging he hung out, out all and then, over the place. Yeah, he, he went wild a little bit. Um, there was some interesting self fruit <laughs> in a very fruit. literal sense. He, he, he climbed a pole outside. It was a very it, short kilt. He, he, he climbed a pole in his kilt. It was like he uh, did, and, and you know, kind of like up, lifted yeah. it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Well, all right then. Yep. He but, was uh, very drunk by that point because uh, he asked for a beer. He let's said, hope so. He said, one, one of our people said, would you like a beer? He said, well, I'd love a beer. Is there beer? Do like, we bring Where do beer? we get one? Oh, no, we don't bring beer. But she says, all right, I'll, I'll get you a beer. So she goes off to the crowd. She comes back. She hands him a beer. He says, where the hell did you get the beer? She says, well, I just went to the crowd and said, hey, guys, you got an extra beer. My drummer needs one. And they gave me a beer. That's, that's the one thing about Louisiana that you can't. M- mimic anywhere else. No, I have tra- I have lived no. all over the yeah. country. No. I have traveled a lot, and every time I get drunk, I try to leave a place with a beer. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You tell a cop, you're just like, "Dude, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from Louisiana. I am sorry." If you apologize and say I'm from Louisiana, it's a free pass. Just, I mean, they'll make you dump it out or throw it away, but you're not going to get in trouble. Like, oh, I get it. Get it out of the right there. You you can go anywhere with beer. That definitely happened to me whenever I, I moved out to Texas and went out with my friends about a month in and walked out of the bar. Yeah, they were all leaving. I hadn't finished my beer. And so I was like, oh, okay. Walked out and they all freaked they out. They look at you like yeah, a crazy like, person. What the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm ringing my Do beer. Do you want to go to jail? Like, yeah. Is that what you want? <laughs> Basically. So I had to explain to the a very- fuck's a big I deal, man. Had to explain to a group of very bemused grad students about drive through daiquiri places and what it's like being in New Orleans. And it was- Actually, it's weird because Colorado has drive through liquor places. Seriously? Oh, yeah, really? they do. They well, have drive- I knew Colorado was awesome, so. They have drive through liquor places, um, but they do not allow alcohol on the streets and you cannot buy alcohol on Sundays. It sucks. Wow. They, they let you buy beer, but it's a different beer. It's a weaker beer. It's 3.2%. Near of- beer. It, yeah, it, it fucking those. sucks. I drank a whole like case of beer and I'm like, Ugh, I just I'm just full. I don't yeah, have, just I'm not full. drunk. I yeah. got a picture of Nick Cage on it. It's weaker, man. <laughs> no, it doesn't burn. <laughs> it, it, like if you don't plan ahead in other states from Louisiana, like Louisiana, you can just be like, "Oh, it's midnight. Ah, I can go shit, get I the beer. I yeah. can go get whatever." Anywhere else, you're fucked. Well, yeah. Louisiana I, I, used to not be like that. Mm. If you're old enough, you remember Louisiana's blue laws, where you could buy pantyhose on Sunday because you could go to church and, but you couldn't buy alcohol. What about fishnets? You, could, you couldn't buy blue jeans. No, no fishnets. No fishnets. No fishnets. No blue jeans. Well, you had your uh, mind, man. But, food or medicine. But you could buy beer because beer was food. Oh, okay. Well, okay. yeah, it's bread. Look in Louisiana, bread. I, I stand. I, I agree. You get with your that. grains. Yeah. You yeah. get your your wheat. Your, that's how. I, that's yeah. how I live. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when my drum instructor, uh, who is in California, came down to judge a competition, he we were we were having dinner and it was at Don's and it was two for one drinks. And I had had my first one, and the waitress came up and asked me, because we were about to leave, and she says, you want a go-cup for your second one? I said, sure. And he looked at me and says, a go-cup for your tea? And I said, no, for my Bloody Mary. He said, (laughs) 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 pretty much. So, And she came over, 
She came over with a plastic cup and she dumped the Bloody Mary, handed it to me. And he Get on that me. road. <laughs> and, and I said, oh, I said, darling, we've got drive through daiquiri places. He said, and again, the sound. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we drove through and he ordered a daiquiri. And now every time he comes down, he has to drive through and order a daiquiri and take a selfie. And I him. guarantee you, he tells her, I don't know, Louisiana, oh. you can drive through daiquiris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he's, he's just he's like, whoa. Well, so. Let me ask you, how long have you been playing drums? Um, I started messing around with him in about 2000. Okay, so he was already picking up the bagpipes after you you chastised him, I guess. Yes. Right. Then it was like, it was more well, a, I can A polite either... threat? A polite threat. A polite threat. <laughs> I can either do sit or, around do and... Do it or not, but shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> I can either sit around and watch him, and or I can play alongside him. So I started playing the Boren, which is an Irish skin drum. Uh, and then when the pipe band started, I was playing, I'm playing a marching bass. And a few years ago, I figured I was going to be playing for a while. So I started taking lessons. Okay. And, uh, and now, you just picked it up? Uh, well, bass is fairly basic. Um, uh, it is. It is. You know, but it's mostly quarter notes, eighth notes, that kind of thing. Um, and I can read the music. But there was a lot about the technique I didn't understand. Scottish drumming is a lot different than high school marching band. Very different from any other style of drumming. So I started taking lessons uh, Skype via Skype. Really? uh, Yeah. Nice. And uh, after he got me settled more understanding bass, he said, okay, if you really want to understand bass and Scottish drumming, you need to learn snare. So now I'm learning Scottish snare as so, well. So you guys just kind of decided you're going to just start a Scottish band, just oh god no, we we just we it stumbled just into it. Sort of happened. <laughs> is, well, that's what is, I meant. Yeah, just like hey, yeah, play the pipes, play the drums. We're a band now. We're already <laughs> doing awesome. this. Do you know how many times me and my friends have tried that before? <laughs> like it, all it was is you have a guitar, we're in a band. <laughs> Rehearsals are no. a lot easier when you no. live together. Yeah. Um, you know, as a family, because we can just sit down after dinner and be like, oh, yeah, let's work on this. Not that we do that, but in theory, Sometimes. that's how it works. Rehearsal? Sometimes we do that's that. a disgusting word. I know, right? It's horrible. Um, all right. The way it all started, um, I started learning. I, uh, I, I, the police found out that I was playing bagpipes. Immediately arrested they, him, and then it was all they over. They called me. Yeah. <laughs> Noise ordinance. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Uh, There's a bunch of dying cats playing the trombone. <laughs> right, pretty much, yeah. Who's, they who's they called me to play a police memorial. All right, so I go out to play this police memorial, and this big tall guy wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt looks kind of grody. Uh, he, he he's kind of threatening. He you know he's not the kind of guy that you would um, stay on the same side of the sidewalk and talk to. Okay, he's following me around. I'm at the police station. Okay. When I finished playing the, the police memorial, he comes up to me and says, dude, I have been looking for an instructor forever. It's my first student. Ken was my second student. My first student. He says, I've been looking for an instructor forever. I had to call the fucking police to say, how can I find a fucking bagpiper? And they said, well, we've got one coming tomorrow. That's so kind of creepy that he did that. And he, <laughs> he stalked me for an hour and a half while I'm at nice. the police memorial. All right. Dedicated so, to them. So then... He was practicing in the yard. Ken was washing cars because that's what he did yep. for a living. He detailed cars. Oh, is that and, doing uh, your executive thing? No, yeah, this that, was when he was 16 uh, years old. No, this is when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah no, we've been well, picking up your, your, your things. Yeah. Way back. 
But Ken was, was doing a car. Then Ken heard Buddy playing out in the in in his driveway, drove around till he found him and said, "I got to learn to do that." Buddy said, "Call Steve." So it's like, okay, I guess I can teach two people. I've only been playing for two years. Okay, I'm an, I'm a newbie. I know nothing about it. But there was nobody else here mm-hmm. that could tell us anything about bagpipe. At the time, they both had beards, so it looked way more convincing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if they'd have been clean shaven, like you don't know shit about bagpipe. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And our beards weren't gray, <laughs> neither one <laughs> back then. The listeners wouldn't but, have known uh, that if you hadn't said that. But then it turns out that uh, <laughs> then it turns out that's that, pink. Uh, He's got a Scottian thing going. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> that the the guy that ran the Orpheus Parade in Mandeville knew Buddy, mm-hmm. and he and he got when the Buddy played bagpipe. So he called Buddy and said, "Hey, you guys want to play the Orpheus Parade?" And Buddy's like, oh, "We only got three pipers. What the fuck?" And uh, he said, "We'll put you in front of the parade. Don't worry about it. It'll be great." You'll be right behind the flags. And uh, so we said, okay. So then we went to Lanier Music, got a old 1960s bass Dude, drum this with thing a was... gold lamé crap on it. The thing it was, was about six so inches hideous. wide. It was hideous. Like, picture what the bottom of a bass boat looks like. Uh-huh. That super blitzy, <laughs> yeah, sparkly. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, yeah. Bait, the outside of the drum. That's like how the drum looked. Yeah, that, I that went to a sound. drum workshop in Atlanta with that drum. Um, and we had 13 bass drums in one room. At one point, we all hooked up, and we all started playing, hooked up, like, putting your drums on the hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. that uh, kind of conference. Right. It wasn't that Whoa. kind of conference. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. <laughs> and I drums aren't the only thing getting banged. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I hit that drum... And everyone else's head whipped around really? and they looked at me well, like I had just thud. said something horrible about their mothers. Well, everybody else's drum went boom, boom, and Pam said bonk. It was bonk. so bad. Yeah, it was a really awful drum. <laughs> it was horrible. I've got a better one now. She does. Yeah. But anyway, so that's how it all started was that Orpheus called and said, hey, put hmm. together a band, come play for us. So we got Pam on the bass drum and we got, uh, and by then she'd been playing a little bit on the ballroom and I'd been to the Ren Fair and, and that was the year that I asked him for a contract too. So, uh, so that's when I started getting confident about playing pipe. And then Jillian followed suit. Now, we should make the distinction that the Mardi Gras group is different from our Renaissance Festival group. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. So, yeah. And it sounds rampant. like it's a little different from your Haggis Rampant. Yes. Haggis Rampant is... is That's like is, more of a Rocky stronger. thing, though, right? That is more... The more performance group where Kilter Many Colors is a marching group. And we do mostly Renaissance Festivals and mostly acoustic. But the thing is, is our last CD, Burley... Mm-hmm. The one that you guys play mm-hmm. in the, the beginning of your show. Um, we had put out a CD of, interestingly enough, um, slower, more classical bagpipe music. And Ken one day sends this. He says, hey, listen to what I did with, with your song. <laughs> <laughs> I sent them a clip. I was like, hey. Uh, I fucked with the music a little bit. I thrash piped and them. We yeah. Said, yeah. And we said, so when are we doing a whole CD of We've this? We've got to do this. So, and it's become our favorite CD. Uh, it's it, cool. Oh, it's, it's very cool. It's a cool CD. And we want to do joke. another one. Then, We're actually... Um, surprise. Once a year, we do a Burley concert. All right, shit. When she's in town. Well, there is a huge market for that sort of thing. I mean, like Dropkick Murphys. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they don't do bagpipes, but they do a lot of other like things. Celtic rock. Celtic right. rock stuff. And it, it, it gets people well, going. You add rock to anything, it makes it a little bit more interesting. It, it does. does. I mean, yeah. think of a Trans-Siberian yeah. Orchestra. Yeah. 
boom, right. just right. sells out. Totally. You know, the, the and then thing... the light shows and the fire, that helps. But I mean, <laughs> but still really fucking bad. cool. You thought about point, shooting some fire out of shoot, your pipe? I've pipe? thought about shooting oh. the fire, but typically the guys that shoot the fire out are not really good pipers. If... And the ones that ride unicycles are not really good pipers. But they're, they're still they're okay. fun. They're fun. They're fun to watch. They're fun to listen to, but they're not Serious? Well, the is thing is, right is, is, they're all about the novelty and less about the piping itself. Right, right, right. Okay, as long as they can, uh, they're passable as. Right, it, it I can play right. the bagpipes. Can, it's good you enough. Can, you it can recognize like the tune, shit. and that's about as far as it goes. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, the problem we have with, um, with the rock aspect of it is that people are a little weird about their piping. You know, they don't want they they want traditional piping. Sure, that makes sense. And then people in the rock genre don't really know what to do about bagpipes. So um, as wonderful a CD as Burley is, it's a hard sell. To other pipers. Well, to, to almost anyone. The first because- the first year we had it, um, we we cut a sample of like just one of the tunes of Angus. Yeah. And um, anytime somebody bought one of the other CDs would say, and here, have this CD with this one tune from Burley on it. Every single one of them came back and bought Burley. But until they've heard it, they don't. They don't understand they don't, it, what it's it is. It's so hard to. to describe. I mean, you hear people talk about rock and roll bagpipes, and it's, oh, that one ACDC song that has bagpipes it's in it. It's a long it. way to the top. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, really, like, there's so few that CDs dodging. that are just bagpipes and, you know, like, like bagpipes as the main thing with a rock and roll backup. Right. And so it's hard to describe that to people and make them understand how fucking awesome it is. Like, it just sounds so cool. Yeah, I think I, – and I had a lot of fun doing that one. Uh, step one, first of all, yes, getting the pipes attuned with each other. Big pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Then I had to tune all the guitars and basses around <laughs> that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, – Which is interesting because bagpipes are not tuned to anything specific. They do whatever the fuck they want. Today, exactly. today it can be, you know, A470. Tomorrow might be A474. Bagpipes don't play Depends well on with the weather. Others. No, we don't play with others. I think a great way to round this out would be to tell us, tell our listeners, what's go- what's coming up next? What kind of upcoming gigs, uh, studio projects? I know you're, you're talking about doing a second Burley, which I'm all for, by the way. But upcoming shows, um, gigs, tours, festivals, things of that. Where can people? Where can people find out what's coming up on your calendar? Where can they buy your music that's been recorded so far? They can find out what's hap- what's coming up with us on our Facebook page. We almost always make an event for what we're doing, uh, or at least announce the festivals we're playing at. Okay. All of our music is available online. Uh, we go through CD Baby, and okay. that means it's downloadable through Spotify, iTunes. Rhapsody, iTunes, pretty much anything you can think of gotcha. for Ryzen. Um, or you can track us down, and we'll sell you one. Apparently, they're very rece- you know receptive of stalkers. We are. Yeah. Yeah. Very receptive. Not only are they not freaked out, they train them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we train them and send them on to other bands. Like we, yeah. hire, we hire our stalkers. You stalk us, we give you bagpipes and teach you how to play them and then unleash you on the world. Well, you know, haggisrampant.com, uh, haggisrampant on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram is haggis underscore rampant. Okay. Um, Twitter is something similar. Everything is haggis some rampant. variation of haggis rampant. It's not hard to find yeah, us online. Find us. It's, yeah. a, it's a unique name. Yeah, yeah um, they'll, they'll find you. But as far as upcoming gigs, the next one that we have is actually on Saturday. Um, we December are playing. 
Yeah, December 23rd. For listeners, it was last Saturday. Yeah, so. oh, and fuck. Saturday, yeah, oh, well. Oh, well. well, by the time you're hearing this. It was a fucking awesome <laughs> it show. It was a great show. It was the best fucking show um, we ever did. Sold out. Yeah, sold it was out. so yeah. great. Standing room. Standing room. Um, SRO fucking. But you should know that we will probably do it again in 2018. Yep. Same time. We, we tend to do this show every year. It, yep. It's a live version of our Burley CD. And next year it'll be a live version of whatever we come up with on the next CD yeah. that we're going to release this year. So our next gig that I can think of. <laughs> Bringing it back around. Oh, thank you. I'm rating it in. We it's need people to rain. what I do. Um, it, it is her job, yes. In March. Oh, okay. Uh, it, well, aside from the marching band stuff, where we're doing all of the bodyguard right, plays. but the next haggis rampant gig. Next right, haggis right. rampant is, is uh, the weekend after St. Patrick's Day. Yes, that's at the Alabama Medieval Fantasy Fair festival yeah. festival in Greenville, Alabama. It's a one weekend fair. Yes, and uh, they're fun. flying Jillian in. So she'll nice. be with oh, us. Oh, solid. Yeah, oh, I know. Yes, yeah. Is it on a hot air balloon? Because that seems uh, more whimsical. I that would be, that would be <laughs> great. I mean, it's a fantasy fair. It'd probably be that. Private Dragon. <laughs> private Dragon. It's a Private Dragon, of course. Well, this this is the very fair where last year um, somebody was unwise enough to try and film the Falcon show with a drone. Oh. And Falcons took it down, huh? They did. Just oh, the quick. one. Maybe kind of was one. like, you know, looked <laughs> at it. Figured out the best place, hit it, went down in two pieces. You know, nice. Like, done. That's awesome. Done. And, that, and that is why they're and, called the raptors of the sky, man. And, yeah. the they fucking devour whatever. Of course, of course, it didn't help that he had the drone dressed up like a field mouse. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know, you, you yeah, joke. Well, they, actually, they actually train the falcons to take bait from the drone. Right. They feed the so, falcons with drones. With drones. Oh. So, so this guy's kind of flying was. a drone. Kind of new. The yeah. falcon took it out and was like, yeah. Fuck you, dude. I just got it. Okay. And then I'm, he's like, where's my I'm treat? Where's my treat? Right. Where's my treat? Pretty much. Like, either you, either you bring me a morsel of some dead shit or I'm taking this fucker out. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the um, next call. And doing. then in the spring, we're thinking about taking uh, – we've been invited to come over to Sherwood Forest Ooh. in, uh, in Texas. So Is we'll have to Austin figure part? out what we can to do Austin, that. Yeah, yeah often. Um, so we, we were invited to go do that. So we'll probably do that. Right. Were we officially invited or was that just one of those things where everybody was drinking and having a good time and... no, we were officially invited oh, making, okay. making promises the, while they were happy the owner... that's why I record every conversation <laughs> yeah, I have the owner's card and uh, I am going to contact him right after the new year and say yes we're coming on this weekend fantastic and then that's after that fair. we'll be in Memphis in October yep. this will be our fourth year damn playing the Memphis year. fair yeah. and they moved it from August to October, for which we are grateful because it's a Renaissance fair and you have to wear layers of Lots clothing. Lots of layers. It's 13 tough. people last 15. year. 15. 15. Were carted off in Boom. ambulances and numerous others were told, if you don't leave now, we will cart your ass off in an ambulance. <sighs> Ouch. Yeah. It was uh, rough. It was 100 degrees. Uh, in Memphis, which is like Louisiana. And yeah. not, Louisiana in addition to layers, I'd imagine corsets and yeah, all just nasty. Yeah, the, the queen did not make it to the end of the day. The queen oh. had to go home. No, she yeah. had to quit. And now you know where the vapors come from. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, mm. But usually, it, but it's a two weekend fair, and we would often spend a week in Memphis. And so during the week, it was our job to try as many different barbecues. Get some dry rub. Memphis dry rub. Just a smoky flavor to it. Eight to twelve hours <laughs> of rubbing. <laughs> and that'll bring us full circle back to the Louisiana Renaissance Festival, which yep. is First our, our home fair. Always starts the Saturday after Halloween. Noise. Yep. 
Oh, and we yeah. also anticipate having That's a really page. fun relationship with a guy named Gordon Stewart, a Scottish new friend who has opened a distillery in New Orleans called oh. Porch Jam. Okay. And we went and played for him at his birthday party at the distillery. Okay. Okay. Right. I like the sound of that. We're looking forward to seeing more vodka more. and whiskey. Oh, hey, look! Yes. If he's if he's looking for uh, advertising with a podcast that has literally fives and fives of followers, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to. Well, you know, we'll have to let him know. That'd be oh, tens. Yeah. Tens of followers. Tens. Whoa, now that's just getting a little. And crazy. he could Next invest tens of dollars. He tens invest, and tens, tens of dollars. Tens of dollars into this. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming by. It has been a pleasure having you in the studio. It's been, been a blast. It's been fun being I've here. I've been wanting to do this. I can't. We've been doing this almost two years now. So um, it's fantastic that we've had you all three in town and open invite. If that if three of you Yay. happen to be in town, want to come back in. Especially when it comes to pushing the new CD. Ah, there yeah, that'll yes, be a good we idea. We'll, we'll yep. make sure we contact you. Yes. Please Actually, do. You'll, you'll know, know when we do it because you're going <laughs> to tell you're us. You're going to be helping Oh, hey, guess it. what I just finished <laughs> together. You wrote in, motherfucker. Yeah. You'll have access to our tens of followers. Yes. yes. Oh, that's so sweat. <laughs> Untold <laughs> tens of followers. Added to our 15s of followers and you behave. We're good. Boom. Damn. We're close we got 25 to some, now, some 20s. Know? We're going to get them 20s, yo. 20s of followers. <laughs> <laughs> the band is Haggish Rampant. Check them out. Facebook, they're online. Their stuff is on CD Baby. They have four albums out, correct? Like well, We Beastie Try, We Glenn's. have five, but uh, only four are still in production. We have four. Four. We, we never speak of the first one. The fifth one is okay. still available on download, and it is crap. So... There you are. The fifth one, which is the first one? Right. The first one. We are online. Yes. You can buy Haggis our stuff. You can download Haggis our Rampa stuff. Facebook. You can like us. You can follow us. Yeah. Find out what's going on and where. Follow and us look, or I guarantee if these guys are doing any kind of traveling, again, they just they have this magnetic sort of pull. There's going to be some megastar from fucking who knows where that's <laughs> going to show up just because they're there. Mm-hmm. So by all yeah, means. We've we played for John Cusack and Will Ferrell and... Yeah, see, this kind of yeah. shit happens. Oh, I oh, like crap. both I, of them. I, no, we played. Oh no, I met him. Yeah, he, yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> Old Phil, yeah, he, yeah, he we, lives here. We played, yeah, he's, he's, he lives close. We yeah. played for the Duke and Duchess of Hamilton. Oh, we played for uh, Governor's Dead and Alive. I could oh, not play okay. What were the dead ones like? Uh, the not a lot of clapping. I think. He's pretty yeah. stiff. He's stoic. Pretty stiff about it. Yeah. Stoic, <laughs> yeah. stoic. Yeah. Very chill. Yeah. Very quiet. <laughs> stiff oh. upper everything. <laughs> and lower. And lower. Um, yeah, Frontal so, and yeah. We've played for the Louisiana Senate. We've played for, you know, lots and lots of people that probably shouldn't have heard us play. <laughs> the coolest ones are the actors, though. Let's be real. Of course. He, he just doesn't like Will Ferrell because Will Ferrell called him Willie Nelson. <laughs> What the fuck? Hey. Some yeah. dude in a suit came running up to us in the French Quarter as we were just marching around and just having a good time and said, uh, excuse me, Mr. Will Ferrell is about two blocks that way and wants to know if you'll come play him a tune. And we're like, well, if Mr. Will Ferrell wants us to go play for him, I guess we can go play a tune. Before but, yeah. you get on the road again? Oh, <laughs> sorry. I had to get that one That's out. Okay. It was it was always on it's my mind. There. You oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> well, I am going to Georgia soon. So, yeah. oh. guys, it has been an absolute pleasure having you in the studio. Haggis rampant. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. 
And we're going to go through one last round of housekeeping before we take off. Listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. If you're hearing us on iTunes, go ahead and give us that five-star review. That, oh, yeah. That puts a lot more in our tank than you realize. That's that's the gold standard. That's what everybody fucking watches. Um, get in touch with us through email, uh, through the website, through Facebook, through leaving comments on SoundCloud or Instagram. Podcast WIM at gmail.com. Voicemail 985 265 7726. Snail mail PO Box 5896 70469. Slida, Louisiana. This has been episode 109, semester 11. Swearing on behalf of the AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Check those guys out, AFSP.org. And until the Zeppelin swings around next week for the semester closer, this is <laughs> reading off the zombie game responses reading fan mail, just all the stuff that you've been sending us through the semester. It's all coming out next week. Still got another week to do it. Get it in. Get it in there. Even those people that are scared to do it. Anastasia. Waiting on you. You get on there, too. We know know you're a little scared, but it'll be fine. Yeah, and you left a voicemail before. Just tell us exactly what you do to a room full of fucking zombies (laughs) in a music store. (laughs) Just do it. Seems pretty straightforward. Just like Jess G. Jess G did it. She pulled it off, don't you? No problem Do it. Do it. So until then, this is Ken Petrie for Dan Kirk. Motherfucker. Critter Spears. I totally want that Dorito beer now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Haggis Rampant. Hi. See y'all later. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> See, no one ever knows what to say. I, yeah. I know, it's tough. It really it's so is much tough. Fun. It's scary. Yeah. That's If anything puts you on the spot, it's that yeah, little like, bit. What? The intro and the mm-hmm. fucking outro. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, what do I say? I want to be like like everything. I want to capture it all. Like cool and suave. Cool. Like, and and then all it comes out is... Hey, bye. Whatever. Basically. Oh, it's yeah. the same thing happened Peace to me. Peace out, motherfuckers. Like, there you go. Yeah, the same thing happened to me when we did the Somewhat Nerdy show. The Ken Peacherman. Well, that was easier because I just say my name. I don't have to have like a quip. Right. You know? Swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Grab that, uh, the thing. <laughs> Please go verb the noun. <laughs> what? Concept! <laughs> what, what do you mean? Fucking the, what? The adjective noun. Wine, to me, goes quicker than beer. Wine is the classy person's entire bag of Doritos. That's exactly it's what it is. You do. open it. <laughs> I remember my mom opened a bottle of wine and left it. And then I'm just like, it, I left it for a day. And I'm like, well, it's going to go bad if I don't drink it. <laughs> There was only one glass taken out that my mom had, and I drank the rest of her fucking wine. <laughs> dear, dear God, it's halfway to being vinegar. I gotta <laughs> save it. I gotta save this wine. <laughs> I'm doing the, I'm doing the world a favor. I'm the good guy here. <laughs> what would be more tragic if this just? Don't worry, I'm finish your wine. <laughs> and if she You're... gives me shit, I'll, I'll send her to her room. You're welcome. <laughs> You're grounded. For trying to waste wine. You take that lip with me. First, first you waste wine, and then you, you have that nerve. You waste wine. We don't waste wine in this house. <laughs> Bacchus is spinning in his mountain. <laughs> if you don't have an open bar, just don't fucking invite me. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a party and it's not an open bar, 
it's not a party. Yeah. You, that you, is no. a work obligation. That is a work meeting. Yeah. You now it make is. me have like a working. Uh, that's why You're I hate blowing working. a hole in my fucking Saturday. I hate working lunches. <laughs> I hate all of it. They're like, oh, I'll buy you lunch. I'm like, yeah. So when you get wedding invites, do you just flip it around, right? Open bar, question mark, and mail it right back to them? <laughs> I, I usually ask. I'm like, so where are we at in this bar situation? <laughs> well, it's a cash boop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's at a bar. A guy comes up to her and says, hey, I heard you were easy. Which is, of course, a wow. great fucking pickup line. Yeah. Right. Way to open. She just looked at him and she says, I heard you were this big. <laughs> and he just walked away. And she said, two or three hours later, bar is closing. And he comes up and she can tell he's had a terrible night. And he walks up to her and he says, who, who told you that? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, Crushed. Why do you even... That is just ouch. But to be fair, his pickup line was so awful. It's, he kind of deserved it. it yeah, but see, that's a high risk, high reward thing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, is. if if she said, "Yeah, I am," boom, you know, right? That's that's a good investment. Then you know, it's oh, yeah. risky, but the payoff is amazing. I thought there was a second part. You know, it's gonna be like, "Hey, I heard you're easy," and then they're like, "Excuse me, easy on the eyes," or some shit like that. That's oh, probably no. what it that's, was. that's what that's what I was thinking. Oh, you that know? would be horrible if that's what he meant to say. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> she just slammed him. I'm gonna have to exactly. tell her that. That's yeah, what I she's thought. I was, feel like, like, I was like, such a dick. Like, <laughs> oh god, that was a that was a two parter <laughs> pickup like, line. I heard you were easy. You have a small dick. No, we talk about things like you know the the best angle for dick pic, like uh, underside. Uh, obviously, you do this. the you do the space odyssey music to it, and you just right. start from the ball sack, move it forward up, very slowly. Yeah. Exactly. See, majestic, majestic at that point. See, I I prefer the close up shot, like looking down the length of the shaft. I call it the the pipeline. Okay. You know, look, okay. What about it coming right that. at you? So it looks like an upside down Mickey Mouse ears. Does that? Yeah, the point blank <laughs> right at you. <laughs> Inverted Disney. Uh, why don't guys actually put this much thought in the dick pics? That would make them so much more pleasant. Because just, it's check, just check out my LinkedIn page. I got like at least <laughs> my three best. One of the best homebrews I had at Larry Fest last year. There's a Larry Fest. Larry Fest. Larry oh, Land. Like, <laughs> where the hell? Where the fuck about is Larry, Larry Fest? Yeah. Fuck uh, everything else. This show's about Larry. <laughs> <laughs> What Are the fuck? Okay. Celtic fuck extravaganza. Out come the fucking holiday parties. I fucking despise these. Masturbatory fucking brr, 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 about how good the year's been. They do it so they feel better about fucking you over. I had no fucking say in the matter. Fuck off. <laughs> Which oh. is just bullshit. It's so easy to write shitty porn. Wrote I could write shitty porn and be you rich. Should... Throbbing members. Throbbing members. Throbbing members. Throbbing members. Dick jokes. Dick jokes. Dick jokes. Fucking sweating. CD's nuts. You don't need to start this shit. Don't go fuck yourself. Bought it from where they fucking made it. So don't give me shit about my guava run. I had a mouth full of going who buys this shit and i'm just like what the fuck you guys not with what i fucking do that shit kind of happens on its own schedule fucking five pound wad of glass <laughs> like your felstini claire cold cuts sound like fucking bullshit it's <laughs> fucking baloney i don't fucking buy it. that's fucking baloney jack wagon son of a bitch asshole god damn it you just made a fucking boo-boo i'm gonna be sitting on my fucking thumbs buying like half the fucking store it's a great fucking store store fucking nuts for the winter my mother was giving me shit the onesie of not giving a shit i don't give a shit they're not fucking working out hard enough ah fuck you want some games 
Chains, you best fucking curse. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself anytime. I got like this big fucking alarm. It's no judgment unless you're an asshole. Get your pump on when you're good and fucked up. The Facebook page is full of people complaining about that shit. Fucking pizza. Dumb look on his fucking face. <laughs> fucking miserable. Who the fuck is turtle? Fucking turtle. <laughs> fuck are they thinking? Canary or some shit like that. Is someone eating up your time where you can't fucking drink? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, it was that shit in the middle of fucking nowhere. Whole fucking summer. What the fuck? Why would you do that? Fuck off. What the fuck is that? Enunciate, cocksucker. Son of a bitch. <coughs> fuck. Just fuck. Fuck up a gift that is not on the fucking table. Don't you fucking, don't you fucking dare. God damn it. I can't do anything nice for you. Fuck. Fuck you. Don't call. But call if you actually need a ride. But don't fucking call. Oh, fuck that. Fucking red flag. There's gonna be an asshole for no yeah, fucking have, reason. How do you not fucking get this? Yeah. How the fuck do you not know how to turn on the TV? You lose your shit when you try to explain something like, what the fuck? Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Always. Right out the fucking door. And I didn't buy shit. I still haven't done my fucking Christmas shopping. Unless you like Jim Beam, and in which case you're like, fucking right. Clean the fucking glass first, will you? <laughs> fucking bottoms of beer. That's why I shit on light beer so much. I can't feel my fucking toes. Yeah, it still looks like shit. That shit's gross. It's the fucking oh. worst. Yeah. That shit sucks. <laughs> fuck the gas stations. It was fucking awful. Awesome. Ah. Can't even focus on the fucking scene. Spreckens he shut the fuck up. <laughs> this shit is so fucking horrible. Every the... fucking year. Yeah, Jesus, are these fucking lame? Yeah. I went skiing one fucking time. For fuck's sake. What the fuck is wrong with them? Eat this shit, man. You know what you, you know could do with that shit? The sons of bitches are wasteful, yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. You don't ever have a flavor. What the fuck are you doing with your morning?